0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day
0: returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So, that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in oh! sight.
2: They're carefree wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour and football is their game. If you come to Stamper Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
3: I don't want to admit this but we're just talking about Love Island Ooh. but that happens Ooh. Uh, it is...
0: not me Bishop not me <laughs> just me Just me.
3: <laughs> it is 7pm it is Friday night and we're going to spend the next two hours with the boys from the Chelsea fan cast so we've got Chiz and Dan guys how are we?
0: I'm very good. Yeah. Yes, we had a nice warm up uh, around the corner. I haven't seen Dan for a while, so it was nice to catch up with him. I tell you what, actually, Sam, is mm-hmm. that that's the trouble with this time of year. You know, you want to get back into the swing with the football. Sure. You know, going going to see Chelsea on the Saturday or Sunday and meeting up with the in the pub before, but you get this interruption just as you're beginning to get used to it again, yep. don't you? So we yeah. haven't actually seen each other for what seems like weeks. Yeah, since the Arsenal game because you yeah. were, you were away for the. Uh... I was. Missing yeah.
3: in action Yeah Basically it's pre-season Trading at the pub Because you, you know You've got to yeah. get your Pint count up yeah. It's a horrible time of year It is Because every single time We get this international break And although it's different This time because
0: it's The Nations League mm.
3: It's still like We've just started again We've yeah. just done All I the know. international stuff Let's get going And then it's like No yeah. no let's
0: not Plus the fact I mean it's August So you know for yeah. me I mean I love my cricket So I've still got my head Into the cricket at the moment So sure. But you know, why can't they start the football in September and finish the cricket in August and then everything would be fine? No,
3: I don't know if this is a sign of age, but I now feel like it starts earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, no, that's I, how I, I feel. Yeah. But I don't know if that's a thing that just people say. I think it's probably true, but it's also an age thing. Yeah, it's
4: like policemen just get younger and younger, don't
3: they? I'm also now at a point in my life where I go, Oh, it didn't used to be like this. I remember the old days <laughs> <laughs> because. We now have like uh Paul Pogba so I'm a Manchester United fan, but there's Paul Pogba's mad transfer saga and stuff and I'm like, Oh, didn't have this with Roy Keane. Not true of course. He was he, uh he, he fought hard for his contracts and then he went to Juventus. So it isn't true. But it's now it's the thing I'm gonna say. And I and one day I'll be going, Oh, we didn't get this with Paul Pogba, you know. But we had the haircuts. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So And the emojis. Yeah. Anyway, we're here to talk about Chelsea. In about six minutes' time, we're going to talk to Liam Dillon, mm. who's a boxer and a Chelsea fan. Uh, but before that, let's talk about what's coming up over the next hour. So we'll have some chat. We'll be talking about a half-term report on Chelsea, the big tests ahead, the League Cup. I don't want to say Carabao Cup; it's just stupid. The
0: Worthingtons
3: Cup. Mil- yeah, the- Mil- no Milk
0: Cup. I liked Carling. The Littlewoods Cup. Yeah. How it's many? How many more it variations old. were there? There's Milk Littlewoods. The- oh no! Yeah. Capital One
4: Worthington. Yeah. The car. Yeah, been a few different variations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Capital One were my favourite sponsors of the League Cup. Yeah. uh, Because my wife used to work for them. And uh, we got tickets. I actually sat and watched the game in the director's box at chelsea nice which game uh, it was it was bolton i think uh it was one of the early rounds so i ended up being in the director's lounge with bruce buck and uh, <laughs> all the directors and they know me anyway yeah. because i'm on the supporters trust and things and the look on their faces i like, it's really swanky Sam. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, it looks like a, the lobby of a five-star hotel, nice. and they've got all of the trophies there. I mean, it's quite spectacular, and yeah, Chelsea's hospitality nice. is very good. They serve yeah. a good nosh-up. But I'm sitting there in this table. There were two tables there, me and my wife and our party, and I think it was Phil Gartside, actually. But the look on uh, a few of the director's faces as I, I swaggered in mm-hmm. was uh, priceless, so there you mm-hmm. go. Thank you, Capital One. Yeah, I was good at them.
3: I did. Uh, I I was invited to join uh, sponsors box at Old Trafford once, and it had a like. It was nice, and the food was nice, and everything. But it had a sort of the the room had a kind of whiff of travel lodge about it. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I, did, I was uh, taken there by a, a betting company, and it was very much as you say, a travel lodge. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was, I was upgraded once on a plane just by chance that I was flying to America. And they were like, oh, you're this person checking in this space and it was on a Virgin flight and they put me in like the little pods that you get. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. so anytime anyone asks me or there's someone who goes, like, oh, he flew first. I was about... And I'm like, well, like it was amazing. But also in contrast, it's still worse than a travel t- hotel room. So in the, in the expectation of being in an aeroplane, like, cool, but in real life, like, you wouldn't want to spend a day there. It's a communal travel lodge, yeah. It's so, yeah. and I guess that's what being in a box is like at a football match. Well, that's what my experience. Oh, well, no, I don't know. This, I yours mean, sounds
0: lovely. Well, no, that wasn't that was this wasn't the normal. I've done the normal no, corporate sure. hospitality there once or twice, but this was spectacular. This yeah. is the director's lounge, yeah. That's a different game altogether, isn't yeah. It? It's a different ball game, mm. and it was it, that was spectacular. I felt padded seats, Ooh, very nice. It yeah. is nice, mm. it was cool,
4: right at the front. Give Jonathan Kidd a run for his money,
0: yeah. I, I tell you what, it made Jonathan Kidd look like he's slums it every weekend. Yeah, I think he really does. I don't think he's got a butler. No, it's true, you know that. You've been have you you've been to a game with Jonathan. I haven't you? Have you not? I've, I've have you not been pleasure. invited to Jonathan's? I was invited,
4: but I couldn't make it. Really? Yeah.
0: You've I'm missed out mate.
4: Desperate for venison pie.
0: This is our, our colleague who mm-hmm. I've given the night off to tonight, Sam that's you can brilliant. thank me later, uh, but he he sits in the east middle at Chelsea, mm-hmm. and and he has his own little bit of hospitality package. A running, jet, he's got a butler, yeah, re, you know,
4: reads, yeah, Sopwith, who reads in the scores and yeah, wakes him yeah. up if something That's exciting nice. happens.
0: Jonathan is nothing if not esoteric.
3: Do you have um, little debates between yourselves as to which areas of the ground are best? Are there those sort of yeah we do actually? No,
0: I think we do. I mean, it's you know the, the I think the the most interesting debate is the fact that people still are very emotionally attached to the shed end Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though it's not really the shed end anymore because half of the away support Mm -hmm. is there you know so I would argue that the real I mean I I shall get coated off for this no doubt but I would argue that the the real you know most vocal passionate support is in the Matthew Harding lower Right. Right. I, yep. I sit in the upper with all the other celebrities in mm-hmm. Gate 17, <laughs> so I can't really comment per se, but I would say that the most vocal support is in the Math Yarding Lower. Yeah, I mean,
4: for me, the way fans in the shed has been the worst thing that's happened to the club because it's just our spiritual home. It's like, you know, you know the North Bank or the cop. Yep. You know, the way fans in there
3: just doesn't sit well with me at all. Mm. Are you that's... aware of the situation at Crystal Palace at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, so would you see, if the same thing happened, if they tried to move fans around the stadium? Well, they do. Yeah. But, I mean, we
0: had that we had that this season because uh, Chelsea's because the ground is a bit higgledy-piggledy they've never really been able to uh, accommodate enough uh, disabled seating which of course is now a requirement yeah so they actually had to kick a lot of season ticket holders out of the shed end to accommodate disabled seating mm-hmm. and it was really you know brutally done really I mean I know they tried the best the club but I don't think they handled it yeah, completely dropped, brilliantly
4: we dropped about 2,000 off our capacity mm. as yeah, think, of
3: this, it yeah. always feels a bit gutting when that happens is not it because you feel like that everybody looks at capacities and stuff and there's, there's almost a, like you know it's not a league table of capacities but you want you want your team to be as big as you can because you're proud of it Well, that's Spurs claim trophies for you know having the
4: yeah. biggest ground,
0: but you know it's the, this is the biggest problem I mean I, as I said I, I'm the chairman of the supporters trust at the moment and, and we have this issue all, the, all of the time and we're always trying to get you know more ideas through about atmosphere and if you want to have good atmosphere you need to have like-minded fans sitting together but it's almost impossible to do that in this day and age because mm. there, there may be people that have been a season ticket there for 15 years and you want to sit there yeah and they don't want to move and this is exactly what palace are faced with and i can see both sides of the coin there and i, f- I feel for both sides actually mm. i really do it's Typical. Yeah. right we're gonna have to take a break when we, we come back we'll have uh, liam dylan on the phone if I had a
2: dollar for every time someone said I cheated on my wife, I would have seven dollars, and I'd still be richer than you. Love Sport.
5: I work for a spokesman said We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian
2: Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport.
1: I remember discussing with my son, if he became a professional footballer, which he's not going to be, right? If he became a professional footballer and he scored for Tottenham, uh, and then he he ran in front of the Tottenham van and and kissed kissed the badge as he scored, how I would feel about him at that point. And I said to him, well, you know, by then you'd have been adopted and I'd have long forgotten you. (laughs) So uh, uh,
4: that was easier to deal with because you would not really feature a part of my life at that point.
2: (laughs) Weekdays from 6.30am. Russia has the best gas? Seriously, I have the best gas. Believe me, just ask my wife. Love Sport, 558 a.m.
0: We're inter- back
3: on We're back on
2: Here we, we go care, no, We just don't
0: care Sam To just finish off that point <laughs> Yeah
3: <laughs> Okay well, I was curious Okay right We have got uh, Liam on the phone Any moment now We're going to be talking to him So he's a boxer And a Chelsea supporter He's boxing tomorrow
0: night Yeah do you want me to tell you All about it Go on Alright Liam Brilliant uh, He basically reached out On Twitter To a lot of big Chelsea Accounts Because he needed help uh, Because basically I, 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 We'll find out in a minute When we talk to him yeah. But I know he's boxing Tomorrow night But he doesn't box Unless he sells a enough tickets, so he really wanted help to publicise it, and I love boxing and obviously I love Chelsea, so for me it was a no-brainer, and as luck would have it, he happens to be around the night before he fights, I said, let's get him on the show and let's talk to him and, and find out what it's all about
3: Perfect, uh, Liam, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. There we go, brilliant, Liam uh, So, tomorrow, let's start with that, tell us all about the fight tomorrow
6: um, Yeah, I'm fine. your call tomorrow, should be on between uh, 5 and 6, I'm fighting uh, Croatia's number 1 um, yeah, it's another six. My second six round fight. Second six round fight, and I'm uh, really looking
0: forward to it. Liam, it's Chid here, mate. It's brilliant to get you on the show. I mean, I, I'm I'm so glad that we managed to work it out just in the nick of time. What 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 weight do you fight at, Liam?
6: Uh, this fight's mostly lightweight, but I'm looking at her title contention at her super, super weight.
0: Excellent stuff. And you know what's what's your record in the ring so far, mate?
6: As a professional, I've had six professional fights, and I've uh, won them all. That
0: is a good record. Hundred percent. Can't argue with that, can yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't try. So what are they? Are they are these on points or knockouts, mate?
6: Uh, they've all got. They've all been on points. I boxed a lot of tough boys, and uh, I've got good rounds, good experience through for each of the fights.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, knockouts at your weight, uh, are are unusual, aren't they? Really.
6: Um, It depends on your fighting. If you're getting put in with nobodies and you're just knocking them over and you ain't learning anything, but I've been put in with with good boys and they've all been good learning fights. And after Mm. each fight I've had, I've improved and taken me on to the next one.
4: Mm. I was going to say, who were your heroes growing up in boxing? Who was your, like, your aspire to be like?
6: Um, I liked Ricky Ward. He was one of my favourites. I liked uh, Carl Frutch, Joe Mm. Calzaghi, Ricky Hatton, I think was one of the most entertaining British fighters of all time.
0: What yeah, about? Uh, sorry, Liam. Go on, carry on, mate. Yeah, what were you saying? What are you saying? Well, I was going to say, what about the the two other famous Chelsea boxers? Which of course, Darren Barker, who came oh, on Darren, the well, he came yeah. on the Chelsea fancast years ago when we used to do it in Putney in this bar in Putney, and he's brilliant. And uh, of course, Groves, George Saint George Groves.
6: Yeah, it's Groves. Groves been doing brilliant at the moment. When he won the World Title, for he was brilliant because everyone everyone thought he he weren't going to do it. He was past it after two losses to Foch, but no, he's taking it by storm at the moment, after beating Eubank in a dominant performance, and now into the Super 6 final against Cam Smith, and I think it's going to be a great fight.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. Liam, in a second, we're we'll going on to Chelsea, but first, do you want to tell people how they can get yeah. tickets for the fight tomorrow?
6: Um, there's a link on my Instagram bio, which you could uh, buy tickets via online, or you could just turn up at your call tomorrow, give my name in, and uh, come come show your support.
3: Perfect. And if they want to find your Instagram presumably, just Google
0: Liam Dylan Instagram.
6: Uh Liam Taz I'm on it on the Instagram as, but yeah, if you look at Liam Dylan, I'm sure you'll find me. There you go. And Perfect. I
0: think it's um at Dylan uh, underscore boxing, isn't it? For your Twitter. Yep. Yeah. And you can get them. There. How much are the tickets, Liam? Uh forty pounds. Brilliant enough. Now, see, the thing that I, I, I've been meaning to ask you is, because I was intrigued by this, and, you know, I I love boxing, and, uh, you know, but to be honest, like most people who have got a kind of a, a casual interest in boxing, you only ever see the, you know, the big fights going on, and what intrigued me was when you put that shout-out to a lot of us on Twitter and stuff, was... You know how difficult it is for a young boxer trying to make his way in the profession. You know that basically, if you don't, if you don't sell enough tickets, you don't fight. What, what on earth is all that about? That sounds pretty brutal to me.
6: It is, it is, That's um, that's just small hall show boxing. You got to sell, sell tickets to fight on the shows, and there's, um, there's cases where if you don't sell enough tickets, then you, uh, you don't fight. That. It's, it's, nice. um, yeah, it's, it's sort of a dark part of the sport, but it has to be done. If there's no uh, TV, something's got to pay for like the venue and the and the show and things like that, and the away fires.
4: So who's on the undercard with you? And assuming you just do your normal training up to a point, as as you would do for any other fight. So
6: Yeah, I mean, um, the un- what's, that? what's
4: that? I was going to say who's on the undercard, and also I assume you'd carry on with your normal training to get fight ready, irrespective of whether you're going to fight or not, because you wouldn't know till the last minute, or would you know by, say, last week if it was going to go ahead? What's the situation in terms of that?
6: Well, I've um, got another. The undercards full of uh, fights, just like myself selling tickets. A lot of up-and-coming stars; they'll probably be on the big stage
0: yeah. in
6: years to come. And um, yeah, yeah.
0: Great stuff, mate. So, right, let's yeah. talk about Chelsea. You're yeah. a big Chelsea supporter. Yeah. So, yeah. How, how long have you been supporting Chelsea? Uh,
6: my whole life. My dad's my dad's a Chelsea fan, so I've just followed in his
0: footsteps. There we go, Dan All appreciate that. He, unlike me, you see, I'm, I'm a, you know, Dan is a what, third generation? Yeah, third generation, 97 yeah. years. Yeah, I had to find it myself. I had no help from my parents at all, mate, so. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> so who are your we Chelsea heroes, up, Liam? Uh, Zola, obviously, Wise. Yeah. That was sort of the first team I remember. Yeah,
0: late 90s, yeah?
6: Yeah, like when we played under Vialli and Hullet. Yeah, great. That's and, a, yeah, great we team. had played by like Zola, Poyet.
3: Uh, Dennis Wise. So, greatest memories. What are the What are the goals and the games and the moments that stand out for you?
6: I remember um, my earliest Chelsea memories when Chelsea won European Cup Winners Cup when Zola came on and scored the winner
0: in yeah. Sweden against Stuttgart. Yeah, cracking. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, did you go or was that too? too you were too young.
6: I was too young. I think I was about three years old when, when we found <laughs> that. <I> <laughs> that in
0: the pub Come dad. on, Liam. That's no excuse, mate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no yeah. excuse. You could have gone in your gone in your crib.
6: Yeah, but um, one of my recent uh, probably one of my best Chelsea memories of when we won the Champions
0: League. Yeah. Did you get Did you get out there for that?
6: No, I did I never watch it. I watched that at home with my yeah.
0: dad. No, we were lucky. You were there. I was you? Yes. Yeah, I, I was lucky that. enough to be there. I mean, I only got there last minute, but I was there, and that was the main thing. So, did you go? Did you go much now, Liam? Did you get a chance to get down to the bridge at all these days? I don't, I don't days?
6: get a chance to go much now. Last game, I went to Chelsea Bournemouth game uh, recently. That was a um and the one before that, I went to Chelsea Wilkins' um, tribute. Oh right, yeah, legend, yeah, yeah. In a, in a forever. That was a good game to watch some of the. So I've never got a chance to watch any of those players play.
0: Yeah, well, I, do you know annoying. what? To be honest, Liam, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not quite as old as I might sound, and I, I, I didn't really get much of a chance to watch some of the, uh, r- the, the era of Ray Wilkins. But of Golden course, that, you era, know yeah. those that, those '90s players you know, they they stick in your memory. The, the <laughs> likes of Frank LaBeouf, of course, and Tori Andre Flo. It was a cracking night out, that was. Yeah, but, you know, if you want to come down, you should give me a, give me a shout, and we'll see if we can sort you out for a ticket when you come down, because it'd be great to get you oh, there. brilliant. That's yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, Liam, what do you think of the current team? I
6: think they're very good. I think we're playing good football under Safari. I think we've um, got a good philosophy game. I know what he's trying to do. I think uh giving the manager time he will produce, but we've done very well against Bournemouth. As far as it wasn't more than than 2-0, we were in their half most of the game. Uh, Eden Hazard is on form. I think we've got a good squad. Are
0: you surprised that it's taken him... I mean, you know, I'll be honest with you, Liam, I didn't expect us to have a 100% start after four games, although, you know, obviously we've not... You know, I mean, the Arsenal game aside, we've not really played anybody that might test us. But even so, I thought it would take them a long time to get to grips with Sarri. And they seem to have settled into it quite quickly, haven't they?
6: Yeah, they they seem to be enjoying their football. I think that's, a, that's an important part is to, to be enjoying football your team. And, yeah, we're, we're doing well. I think it's going to be a very good season for us.
4: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, t- top four's got to be the hope. And then hopefully maybe domestic cup or... Europa League, but it's it's certainly around the grounds a lot happier than it was, sort of you know from January onwards because you know the, the Conte cloud was has, has been definitely been lifted, cause It's a, even the Arsenal game, it was notable change in atmosphere to what it was like. So a you know, very encouraging start for sure. Cool,
3: awesome, Liam. Thank you very much for calling. Good luck tomorrow. Good. One more time, if you want to take the opportunity to shout out, and let people know where they can get those tickets.
6: Um, yeah, uh, tickets are available in link my Instagram bio. Um, or you can just show up to your call tomorrow, your call in Bethnal Green. Uh, just give my name in at the front desk and get your ticket there.
3: Perfect. There you go. Go on it. Yeah, we'll good
6: luck,
0: mate. Best good of luck, luck for yeah, tomorrow. Luck, I hope mate. you win, mate. Thanks very much. I will. Thank you very Cheers. much. We'll be back after this.
2: I don't approve of political jokes because I've seen far too many of them get elected. <laughs> Love Sport, 558 5, AM. The Fans Show on Lovesport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures.
5: Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. dot Getting real people, real savings.
2: I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a Spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit
6: like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday.
5: Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at spokesmanset.com Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money.
2: 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Lovesport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank, you can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Did you know that over a year, on average, us kids chomp through a whopping 19 bags of sugar? It's in everyday food and drinks. We may look fine on the outside, but too much sugar can lead to harmful fat on the inside that we can't see. This can cause serious diseases as we grow older, like type 2 diabetes, some cancers and heart disease. Protect us kids by making healthier choices. Download the free Food Scanner app from Change for Life. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. This is important. It's soccer, not football. This is Love Sport. The fan's show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a
3: million. Welcome back to Love Sport. It is the Chelsea Fan Show with the Chelsea fans cast On the phone now, we have a caller. It's Mark Smith. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Very good, mate. How are you? I'm doing well. Good, man. The boys are listening. Go for it. Hello, mate. Are you are
4: uh, First steps? off, I just
7: want to say
3: yes, I
4: am. Yeah, okay, well, yeah.
7: <laughs> Thanks for calling. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing well. I just, first all, I want to say to Chidge, uh, it's an honour to be on the phone with you. I've been listening <laughs> to the podcast for years. And... I just want to say thanks for having me
0: on mark it's brilliant it's also really brilliant to know your real name because i i struggle as you know because i know that you you reside in mixler when we do it live on a monday night and i i, I for the life of me i get a bit Donald Trump, like, and I can't say, or, or well, I'm not going to even pronounce it. Aurelius. It's a bit, like Aurelius. Trump,
7: but a bit like Donald Trump trying to pronounce anonymous. I have the same kind of trouble. You're you're not that bad. Please don't say that about yourself. No, I'm certainly not that orange. Anyway, that's for sure. Uh, but no, it's it's brilliant having you on the
0: show. What is it? What is it you want to ask us, mate?
7: Uh, I guess I just want to ask. What you, I mean? Do you were you giantly surprised at where we are right now? Uh, I never thought that we would be. 12 points from four matches you know watching napoli i did last year we are nowhere near close to what they look like and i honestly think by november no one is going to want to play against us especially if we sign somebody a, a real striker in the january window but i think by by november we're going to be full gears. What say you?
4: Yeah, I I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, four from four was much better than we anticipated. I mean, watching um, Giorgini on the pitch is very much sort of Sarri's mouthpiece. He's forever pointing and gesticulating. So the fact he's come to us, and he's on the pitch and he's kind of really expressing how he wants us to play. it has been a fantastic asset for us. But no, four wins from four. I mean, Arsenal was a little bit hairy. You could have, could have, you know, had Aubameyang then had to score. Could have been a lot worse. But yeah, absolutely encouraging. And if we can get Morata firing, I still think he's a, a top, top striker. He's just had a, a very tough time settling in. He's had a few personal issues, which have been quite well documented in terms of, you know, family. He knows where the goal is he's a real confidence player. And if Sarri can really bring out the confidence in him, I think he'll do very well. He's more than capable of sort of getting 20, 25 goals a season. Um, he had a tough time last year but then the whole team did from January after Conte you know, threw his toys at the prams I'm hoping he, you know, he, he comes good because his first half of the season he was brilliant the trick at Stoke was fantastic um, the Arsenal guy was very good so he's encouraging I think we should give him time certainly give him till January to try and prove himself but then as you say if we bring in a top top level striker I think we'll definitely be you know, very much on the coattails if not closer to City than anybody else
0: I think Mark you know Look, there's no doubt in my head that, that he's exceeded expectations, and I think largely because, you know, it's the first time in, in Roman's tenure that we've had a manager who hasn't come in with a really big reputation, won a lot of trophies, has this track record. So there were there were, you know, concerns, doubts about that. There's also this huge phenomenal change remember uh, to play this kind of high pressing on the front foot attacking football as opposed to the really kind of disciplined organized stoical football that we've been associated with really since since, since Mourinho turned up and that was never going to be easy and i think dan's right i think i think the key to it really has uh, was sarri bringing in Jorginho who's really i think helped on the pitch to implement a lot of his ideas so i i would certainly say You know, he's exceeded expectations massively Um, We've got a 100% record We've got 4 out of 4 And I mean, I I know that we can all sit here and say Well, you know, we haven't really played anybody decent yet And it's early days And all that's true uh, but, you know, Spurs have dropped points, City have dropped points, so if you look at it like the United, of course, have dropped points, I had to get it in because Sam's a United fan, but, you know, other teams that we are challenging with have lost and dropped points, and we haven't, so you cannot knock it at the moment, but I think that, you know, if if we had Sarri sitting here, um, you know, obviously we're not London is Blue, so we can't get access to having yeah. Sarri for an interview, I'm only joking. He'd be smoking, though. But, uh, you know, if we had Sarri here, he would probably sit here and say, well, look, yes, it's a brilliant start." I I'm really, really delighted, but there's still a long way to go, and you know we're not the finished article yet. We're a work in progress,
4: but a, a good work in progress. I think it's, it's, it's very encouraging. I think you know the Bournemouth game we, we we controlled it, although they did defend very well. You know the two fours dropped back to make a sort of five across midfield, but we we carried on. We carried on, stuck to our principles, and we we got a result. I think you know we got. Cardiff and West Ham next, definitely, you know, potential to get another two wins there. And our first real test of where we are is Liverpool, because as much as I hate to say it, Liverpool and City are the benchmarks right now, because they are probably, in terms of football, playing the best football at the moment, and maybe the best teams. And I'm going to wash my mouth out with soap when yeah. I get home. I'm going to send you out the yeah. studio
7: right now. I've got to go. People, It's just going to make it better when we beat them. That's oh, all yeah, let's yeah, see if we could beat that's them. I, like I mean, to, that,
4: yeah. if we beat Liverpool, that would be a real kind of... You know, landmark result, statement result, given how I'll we take did it. last season. So would I. But you're, you're, you know, your <laughs> haircut away from a chaos with Mourinho, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> oh. Fighting, talk. <laughs> Fighting talk, Mark. Mark,
0: what do you what do you think about the start so far? I mean, are you happy? Or you think it's better than we were going to hope for, or
7: what? Uh, definitely. Uh, I was really excited to get Sari in. I was definitely ready for the you know more attacking pressing, especially after that last year with uh, things went downhill. So horribly with, uh, I don't even really want to say his name now that we're playing in Europa League. But uh, I'm very happy. And like I said, by come November, I don't think anyone's really going to want to play with us, play Mm -hmm. against us. I think Hazard will be fully fit. I think he'll sort out the back four. However, that's going to work out. Uh, I think the midfield with uh, Kovacic. I think Conte Conte will be better. Jorginho. You know, I I still think he's having to think too much when he plays. And I think that's why he gets caught out sometimes. I think he's just so much of a fluid player that when the other players don't know what to do, he kind of gets caught out. And I've seen we've gotten in trouble a couple times, especially in the community shield against City, Mm -hmm. where you could just see he just kind of got brushed off the ball because they attacked him and he wasn't really sure where to go. So I think here in a couple months, everybody will be a lot, you know, a lot more used to this style of football. Mm Mm. and I, I think it's going to be sky's the limit.
0: Excellent. And, and
7: Mark, where, where are
0: you from in the States, and where are you gonna, when are you going to come over to Stanford Bridge and have a beer with us?
7: Uh, I live in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. I guess kind of like uh, what you guys would call the Midlands. I'm just kind of in the middle of nowhere in the, of the country.
3: Go
4: Buckeyes. I uh, love the
7: I'm idea of comparing you... Cincinnati to yeah, like Birmingham. Right. <laughs> Go <on> Buckeyes. <laughs> when are you coming over then, Mark? Yeah. We'd love oh, to wait. have a beer with you. Uh, I'm hoping to come over sometime uh next year, and if not, then the next season,
0: definitely. All right, mate. Well, make sure you look us I had a trip beer.
7: planned out, but my wife, uh she uh went back to school, so it kind of really messed right. up oh, my oh, trip. Sh- and I told her <sighs> she needed to get her priorities together because yeah, she's really man. messing with my floor. Bring her too. Know? We'll buy her a <laughs> pair as well. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you so much for and calling. Before I go, yeah, go go. Before I guys I want to say, uh, it's an honor to talk to you as well, oh. Dan. And I just want to say, watching that uh, Newcastle match, I sw- I swear I hope we never look like that playing because getting the bu- bus parked against you is ho- is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. swear I felt so bad watching them. Like God, this used to be us. I'm yeah. so happy it's not anymore. So no chance sorry. I taps. think. Cheers, Mark. Nice
3: Thank you, to speak. you, Take care. Thank you, Mark. Right, a quick oh. break now. But when we come back, we'll be talking about Chelsea's half-term report. I bet you the tennis is corrupt. Seriously. <laughs>
2: The Love Sport Fan Shows.
1: You know, in terms of impact certainly he's been with us a very long time he came through the youth system he got us promoted basically he got us into the Premier League he left came back and then it it's been a huge part of keeping us there but look at what Lombardo did in his career not just the way he did at Palace but the type of player he was how good he was for us and then what he did outside of Palace you would say as a player he is probably the best player to have played for Palace but I would say two three years ago the gap between Lombardo and Wilf was obvious now it's paper thin, and in two years' time, there'll be zero down.
2: Weekdays and Sunday from 7 pm. The Love Sport Fan Shows. The bulk of the work in the last couple of weeks, at least since the football started, has been tactical because Sarri's style is so different from
6: anything Chelsea have been doing. Yeah. Um, particularly, these players have to relearn how they
2: interpret the game and make entirely different decisions. And I think that's why the presence of Jorginho is so important. He is Sarri's captain on the pitch, essentially. He's the He's the, you know, he's the isn't he? technical leader. He's the guy who sets the tone. But yeah, as you said, J.K., he's also the mouthpiece when they don't have the ball. He's organising the, uh, the press, telling everyone where to be and, and how to play Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm
3: Welcome back uh, It is half past seven We've got plenty of show left This is the Chelsea Fancast With uh, Chidge and Dan Guys Question for you We're going to talk about How Chelsea have got on Over the first four matches Of the season What you think of Sarri There's all that to talk about But first So I don't know if you saw I assume you did Yesterday I think it was uh, Jorginho's agent Came out and said The player had an agreement mm. In place mm. With Manchester City yeah. What did you make of that Do you see a benefit To him making that public And does it surprise you That he ended up at Chelsea And what do you think it was That brought him there
4: um, I mean it can't be angling for a move already.
2: I <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, um, I saw it today, I was like, Oh really? Well, I think I think they had an agreement with the player but City um didn't agree with Napoli and I saw the documentary about okay. Man City and they interviewed um, Kaduna Al Mubarak the mm-hmm. owner and he said now they're at a point where if it doesn't make economical sense they're not going to go for players like they yeah. did go for Sanchez because it didn't make economical sense um, Chelsea came in maybe they knew Cyrus coming Syrah said get me my conductor mm-hmm. get me Jorginho and you know may- maybe London's a better place yeah. to be in manchester I'd, I'd all this you know linked with could have done could have signed ultimately he's played for could've, chelsea yeah, yeah he's signed for Chelsea. my
0: auntie had you know what should she'd be my uncle,
4: uncle yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a blue shirt and so signed for chelsea i don't really care he could have he could have been linked yeah. to yeah
0: whoever i mean to be honest sam you know uh, i i'm gonna uh i'm gonna take the, the the simon jordan approach on this i might not have the haircut or the bling but all I the money the <laughs> all the money, all the money. yeah yeah, actually what else? Well no, we'd be here all night. But the bottom line is I, I agree entirely with, with Simon's attitude, which is the less you hear from agents, the better. Yeah. I think that they are absolutely the scourge of the game. And Mino Raiola a man the that you will, of course, were yeah, because of Jesus. Pogba, which we were talking about before yeah. we went on air. Yeah. Uh, and I think um prior to that there's is it Jorge uh, <laughs> he's, Mendes, who's got half yeah. a stable at Wolverhampton? I now. think that yeah, and of course Mourinho's agent and he and was pin, mucking Pini around. Sarai. And yeah, and Kareb uh, Jarebjian, whose name yeah. I cannot pronounce. Yeah, 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 Kier, yeah, but you know, it was, was, was a car. Uh, look, for know. me, they are they they are the scourge of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they add anything to it whatsoever. I really don't. They, they take out one. Well, they do. Yeah, and I think they're very destabilising as well. That's yeah, the point. It's extraordinary the
3: the power they've accumulated mm. and the sway they have not over clubs but also over players. Yeah, the, yeah, it's very the, strange. Super agents, aren't they? I mean, yeah. those
4: people you mentioned all like you know, they've got so much control. I mean, you know, was talking about. Yeah, you know, January move to where it might be yeah and what his mean? agents
3: on Twitter saying Skull should stop complaining he'll be forgotten about he wouldn't know leadership if he was standing next to Winston Churchill
0: compare. but I mean you know let, let's, <laughs> yeah, we, let's, yeah. let's, let's Paul Skulls. I mean you know yeah. what a player let's be under no illusion here though that there is no such thing as loyalty in football anymore <laughs> no. I mean the, you know these guys are professionals and they basically are mercenaries who will play you know, wherever they get the best deal. And I, I don't personally have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is is the agents really unsettling people. And, you know, we all know, we've all learnt now in the transfer window that whenever you see a player uh, or, or, or a you know, seeing it in the news saying, oh, so-and-so's uh, interested in a the move there, you know that it's usually his agent trying to get him a better deal yes. at the club he's with. And there's something, I think, really disingenuous about that. And I, if I was running a football club, like Simon Jordan mm-hmm. did, it would drive me up the wall. It really, really yeah. would. Especially when they
4: get to the two-year the two window of the contract, like Hazard's now, it's, it's, it's crucial well, it, time for the club, yeah. isn't it? Because, you know, we get to January, like with Philip Cortinho, do we take a chance and he'll sign a contract, or do we sell him with 18 months left and still get some sort of value? Yeah.
0: But the interesting thing about that, because, you know, Hazard's agent is his dad. Yeah. you know, you would have thought would have his best interests at heart. But actually, I think Eden Hazard was telling his dad to shut up because he yeah. was being a nuisance and sounding off too much. Happened I with I Ramos. I don't know if you remember, yeah. Sergio Ramos. And Sergio yeah. Ramos's mum. So yeah. Sergio Ramos
3: was presumably just using Manchester United to get a new contract. Yeah. And his mum was like, no, he's never going to leave Madrid. Why would he leave Madrid? And he's there just going, mum, shut up, because yeah. I need this drama <laughs> for the club to act. What's that? Yeah. If you say
0: everything's fine, what
3: are they
4: going to do? I mean, John, John Terry flew to Man City for a while. Yeah. People seem Gerard to Gerard and us.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I G- mean
3: they were uh, burning Gerard's shirt
0: outside of Anfield, weren't yeah, they? But it's yeah. nothing new in Liverpool. They like <laughs> burning shirts
3: there.
4: Yeah, I mean there was some rumor that there was um, certain elements of, you know, the, the criminal underworld in
0: Liverpool. Yeah,
3: there were, there's always weird rumors about that, Stephen
4: yeah. Gerard. That he um shouldn't shouldn't leave. Yeah.
0: Should we say yeah, can, well, we we don't have a dump button to press, but I think you know Sam maybe having to you can't you can't uh, you know libel you the spe- scouts you
3: can speculate, <laughs> no, <I> can <laughs> speculate. <laughs>
0: allegedly yeah allegedly I it, was a big, massive criminal yeah. underworld in Liverpool yeah no one's saying but, anything have for certain
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they,
4: I mean I think I, I mean you know read biographies and these older players they didn't have agents they had their lawyers going to bat for them and yeah. it was but it's a, it's football's completely the whole landscape's changed yeah it's a,
3: it's a totally different world but also like the concept of like what what fans see as loyalty I don't think that exists. No, and it doesn't. It was, so it was,
0: like, but it, it doesn't actually... Here's the, here's the really... Sorry to cut crush no, you, Dan, no, but no, I mean, here's the really interesting thing. I mean, it's, it's pretty blimmin' obvious to sit there and say, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, there is no loyalty in football anymore with the football players. And, of course, we and my generation, Dan's generation, like to sit here and say, well, the only th- loyalty you get in football is the supporters. But that's changing. I mean, I remember I made a, a believe it or not, a football programme for Nuts TV about... 10 years ago and we had some journalist from the observer who was uh, a business journalist and wrote a massive feature in there had done a lot of work a lot of research big west brom fan lovely guy and his thesis was basically that particularly the armchair support so you know the non-match going mm-hmm. support are likely to change allegiance to their football club at least at least five times in their life five? yeah, yeah. Seriously, That's insane. I know. Well, it's an anathema to me and Dan, who grew up being Chelsea supporters. Sure. When you're, I would suggest Sam a little bit younger than me, but you grew up <laughs> being a true. Man United fan. I did so, and yeah. you wouldn't even think about changing yours. No, it was just to be. No. It's just, but it's
3: like it's it's something I I don't understand. If you're if you're a football fan, i. e. there is a club that to you is that is like a link to your life. It's like family. It's a it's, it's, a, it's well, a. You can get
0: you can get divorced. but you can't change your football. No, club. exactly.
3: Well, you, well, you can't get divorced mm-hmm. from your mum. No, There's a, there are links and bonds that, that exist that you can't change, but that 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 link would still exist
0: even if yeah. you had a piece of paper that said it didn't. I told my wife and it's I... death
4: taxes and Chelsea, and then
0: her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the classic, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the Tottenham joke, isn't it? What the club or the yeah. joke itself?
6: <laughs> no, well, no.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. But it's, it, I think the punchline is, uh, uh, you know, I love I love Tottenham more than I love you yeah you know it's a a long joke I could
4: could never imagine changing my club I mean there was a time when I first started game when we had the whole issue with the um, Marlowe Estates and David Ballstro trying to um, you know kick us out essentially and I was like if if we do go who am I going to support yeah Set to myself, i am just probably go out football, because even at 10 years old, when this whole thing was going on, before Bates brought in CPO and so on, I was like there was a real threat that Chelsea could be kicked out of Stamford Bridge I was like, well, I'll just go to cricket with my mum instead so <laughs> that's, that's how much it felt, and that was yeah. 30 years ago
0: It's bizarre. But it, it's funny isn't it, you know we're, we're joking about, you know, you can't divorce your football club, I mean it is actually very much like a marriage, yeah. you know, isn't it because you have to go through the good times and the bad times and, and I think that's the interesting thing isn't it, I think that maybe is where it's changed, because let's be honest, and I, I don't mean to be rude about millennials but particularly if you're a millennial and you support chelsea you've only ever had good times mm-hmm. you've only That's been true. you've only been married to a super fit bird sorry don't yeah. to sound sexist but you know you've been married to a super fit yeah. bird so what happens when she gets a bit wrinkly and ugly what are you going to do then see me and dan fell in love with a fat ugly wrinkly bird yeah you know basically for me My, it's
4: life it was hating I hope she's not listening <laughs> who's become super fit yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it just you got it's it's i look at it as like you're punching above your weight mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's a love affair you'll never give up they'll yeah. hurt you they'll upset you they'll make you happy they make you cry yeah. they'll drive you mad but you always come back for more because yeah. it's your club it's yeah. in your blood
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. Can't say fairer than that at yeah. all. You know, it's a life. It's a lifelong passion. And I, I mean, I remember when James, the guy who wrote this article, that you know, when I interviewed him ten years ago, I, I, I nearly fell off my chair. But, You know he'd done extensive research, mm. but I think that's that's the way that the the game has changed and i think I think what we're really talking about now is is that the game has become commoditized mm. in the last twenty years so, certainly since the rise mm. of the Premier League and the way they brand that everywhere it's become commoditized and it wasn't commoditized mm. when we all fell in love with it so cool. or, I would imagine your dad. I mean how, why, are you, why are you a United fan so,
3: so I grew up on the Southest point Of the south coast I grew up closer to France Than anywhere else But, yeah. but, in, but in England yeah. um, By Time travel As in the dis- the, Not time travel but The amount of time it would take To get to a professional stadium The closest football team To me growing up was Lille <laughs> because I could get the Channel Tunnel and get there quicker than I could get to a team in London. So there, there was no professional team. I'd go and watch Folkestone, Victor, or Dover Athletic. Yeah. But there, there was no club. My dad raced motorbikes. and like He's actually now quite into football. But growing up, he wasn't. It wasn't really his thing. Uh, my two older brothers both played rugby. But I was obsessed with football from as, mm. as long as I can remember. But my dad's uh, dad... My granddad is a massive Wolves fan, and my dad, for the sake of having that rivalry and banter with his dad, said, "All right, well, I'll support Manchester United." And obviously, United weren't good then, like at, at that point. Um, so that was just a team that my dad had to hang a hat on. And for me, it was like, "There's a thing now. There's a thing that can be my thing," and mm. I just loved it and everything about it. And I suppose, like that, fell at a very good time for me because I was first being able to watch football and get a grasp of it and match of the day when there was like Beckham and Cantona and Giggs and Scholes. Mm. So for a young kid without much to see, to then have those images on the screen was just I mean, extraordinary. F-
4: I mean, you know, arguably United's greatest time. Yeah, right? You so a fantastic, that, that whole team, yeah. you know, you were nothing with kids analogy, didn't work out very well for no. and- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've, just,
0: I've just got to interrupt here for some breaking news. I've just seen the lineup for the Belgium game and I'm very worried to say that Eden Hazard is standing next to the snake, also known as Thibaut Courtois, oh. in the lineup. Oh,
6: Can okay. we
0: not kind of insist that Eden moves away from Big they're, Nose, they're the very, Big uh, Nose waffle mean. muncher? Right, we'll come back to that in a second. first, we'll have a quick break.
2: Listening to Five Live is like going to a soccer game and not having a pie at halftime. Disappointing. This
3: is Love Sport,
2: the fans' show on Love Sport with Seven TV.com. Play your way to one million pounds.
5: When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesman said.com and saved hundreds.
2: I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the uh, car insurance for our Citroën C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to Spokesman Said, best thing I could have done.
5: Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at AspokesmanSaid.com. Getting real people real savings. Compare, switch and save with AspokesmanSaid.com.
2: 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbeds.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details.
1: Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk, a partner men can count. If you see somebody showing any of the signs of a stroke, you don't have to think about it. You just dial 999. Use the FAST test. F. Face. Has their face fallen on one side? Can they smile? A. Arms. Can they raise both arms and keep them there? S. Speech. Is their speech slurred? T. Time. Time to call 999 if you see any one of these signs. Act fast. Make the call. Dial 999.
2: Londoners, I love the Avoid Oncoming Pedestrians dance. Spectacular. Really, really good. Believe me. 558 AM. Love sports. Love, sport, love, sport. love sport with seven OTV.com.
3: Predict seven to net a million. Welcome back to the Chelsea fan show. It's the Chelsea fancast in the room. Here we go then. So we were just talking about football loyalties. So I've got a question for you. Frank Lampard playing for Manchester City, scoring against Chelsea. Does that in any way affect his legacy or how you see him or how you perceive him as a Chelsea man? No, I think he was
4: embarrassed to score that goal. I mean mm-hmm. Weirdly I was on my way to the honeymoon. When we were playing City, I didn't know the score. And obviously, at the time they had this, the, the airplane had these live updates. And my wife goes, Oh, look, look, Lampard scored. And I went, Doesn't play for Chelsea anymore. <laughs> so I, I think someone like Lampard, who's done so much, record goal scorer, yeah. absolute class Chelsea, I don't think he could do anything that would tarnish his legend. I think there's, there's a few players in that era, you know, Drogba, Czech, mm-hmm. Ashley Cole, John Terry, Frank Lampard. I don't think he could do anything to tarnish reputation. They, they, they are cast in stone legends for the club but, but I really don't think anything
3: could be done there was some stick wasn't there labelled at Petr Cech when he joined Arsenal no it was no, wasn't
4: there. every time he's come back since he's been he's got a phenomenal yeah. um, okay. reception and I,
0: th- I think this is the point actually you need to remember some of the context around this I mean taking Lampard first uh, he really wanted to stay with the club but uh, for one reason or another, they were uh, th- either they wouldn't offer him another deal. I think it was Mourinho who was the manager at the time, wasn't it?
4: Because yeah, Terry we didn't get go. one. No, up, it was wasn't Benitez. It? Wasn't yeah, it? no, it was um, he. Lampard. I think his contract was running out. They didn't want to give him another contract. I think they. Yeah. Or they didn't offer him enough. I
0: don't know. There's I mean, the club have had this policy that they only give uh, over thirty-year-olds one-year deals. Yeah. Uh, which they revisit at the end of that year, and I think Lampard wanted more, and they were balking at that. But I mean, I, I you know, to, to be honest, I think the club handled it badly. You know, clearly Lampard had a little bit more. Uh, legs in him, and actually one of the things that we bemoaned hugely at the time was the lack of leadership in the in, yeah. the in the team, which was then seen when these guys left. So you need to understand the context of it, and I think a lot of the supporters knew that, so they were never going to, you know, get down on Frank for for going anywhere else because yeah. you know what what else he's a fo- he's a football player, that's what he wants to do, and we said we didn't want him. So
4: yeah, I mean he went he went in all good faith to New York, and I think because it was a close yeah. season and because New York linked to City, mm-hmm. he came back started training. He was a
0: free agent, wasn't
4: yeah, he? yeah. Well, essentially, he was on loan from Man City, New York, to Man City, Man City.
0: Yeah. Check's an interesting thing as well, because, you know, none of us wanted Check to go, um, but we could understand that, uh, you know, Mourinho, having made the decision to make Courtois number one, why would Check want to sit there being number two to a big-nosed Belgian waffle?
4: He stayed for for (laughs) a season on the bench to give guidance, to kind of... You know. yeah. That in he, itself
3: yeah. is quite a sacrifice because he
0: knowingly essentially yeah. gave up a year
3: of his career at
0: an age where he knew that yeah. he didn't have that many years he left. He did. But I think, I think um, the fact that he went to Arsenal was irritating because we love him and we knew what a good player he was. And I think, I think certainly for certainly until this season he's been a, a, a good acquisition a a lot, for them. You know, it was a shame to see him go there but I don't know one Chelsea player that holds it against him. I, I know an awful lot of Chelsea supporters right now, Sam, who are very upset that uh, we actually let Czech go to promote Courtois, saying what a yeah. rat he's but,
4: been. But with hindsight, I mean, I think I think that speaks testament to Abramovich and how he, you know, he's a real he's a human being. Man. He said yeah. to you know his family you, can go, you go where you want. You give us all the service. Yeah. You can go where you want." An interesting fact: he's let more goals in in four seasons in Arsenal than he did his entire Chelsea career. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact, isn't it? That's a great. Uh, start.
3: We mentioned Thibaut Courtois I recently. Made some comments about Chelsea and about the training and how it's a higher level at Real Madrid. How does everybody at Chelsea? Uh, how he's, do you two? in particular perceive him now
4: whatever legacy he might have had he's burnt his bridges he just, he just he behaved very unprofessionally i understand from a human perspective he wanted to go and see his family mm-hmm. but you don't wash your dirt in public like he did not turning up for training very unprofessional but he, he he always made comments at various you know junctures over his time at chelsea he wanted to go back to madrid he's it, no loss and hopefully this kepper we have got in could you know Build a real legacy because he's he's a, nice he's a keeper. He's a keeper, yeah. He, he More says ways some, than one. Yeah. He says some nice words about how welcome he's felt. Mm-hmm. You know, you get, you get players coming in, and we we were blessed with that generation of team. We had that sort of 10 years with those phenomenal players who had a real affinity with mm-hmm. the fans. And maybe it's, it's how the football landscape is changing that affinity will it happen I mean, yeah. Hazard, I think, is a fantastic player. But whether he'll be held in the same esteem As those players I don't know Well moves. I think
0: if he stays for his entire career And yeah. win a lot more stuff And he scores a lot more goals Than I think he quite possibly could But I, I suspect that that won't be the case yeah. I mean you know Talking about Courtois I, I think the guy has a, has this, He's a weirdo basically There's the, You know He's got an attitude problem I don't think he's a particularly nice guy Although I don't, I've never met him So it's perhaps a bit unfair To just mm. come out with that I think what I would say though Is that You know, how it panned out with Courtois is a very poor indictment on Chelsea's loan policy. And I actually think that the the club need to hold their hands Mm -hmm. up a bit here. Because, you know, we had the opportunity to have brought him straight into the club. We were the ones that farmed him out to Atletico Madrid for three seasons. We were the ones who therefore allowed him to bed in there and like Madrid. And then we haul him back and we wonder why he's never really settled here. So, you know, maybe they have to look at their loan policy. Because I think he is a very good example of when it doesn't work well.
4: I mean, it could, it could have gone to three different loans. I mean, this is just as a, from a human perspective, family, no issue with that. I, you know, his reasons for going, I don't have a problem with. The way he acted is is where yeah. it kind of leaves a nasty taste in the mouth.
3: Of the, oh, I mean, I've got a sheet of paper with much with other questions on, but this is interesting. So I think we'll it's, go where we want to go. Yeah. sir. So we so, go with the flow, mate. Don't you worry about. Of that. the players we've talked about. The, of that, that sort of group of Chelsea legends, of yeah. the likes of uh, Lampard and Drogba and Terry and Ashley Cole, Petacek. do you think any of those went too soon? Do you think there's anyone else in that group who isn't remembered as well? And then equally, uh, sort of in the reverse, obviously two questions, mm. um, there's, a, there's that sort of group of players of like um, Salah and De Bruyne, Mata, Oscar. Do you think any of those, well, obviously some of them, but do you think some of them should have stayed longer or worked a bit harder or... Because those players perhaps could have been a team that really competed, much like the ones before did. I mean, I mean, you take Salah for example.
4: Mm-hmm. He he looked lost, played for Chelsea, yeah. and Chelsea are a very big club, and you need a real certain attitude and mentality mm-hmm. to to be at that level. Um, it took him four years after he left Chelsea to have a standout season. So. And then you say hindsight's a wonderful thing. I mean, De De Bruyne... People need to go
3: away sometimes to get that experience and
4: play the game. One that kind of irks me most is De Bruyne, because you saw in his loan spells how well he was doing, and he came back and he had one bad game, which you do at 20 years old. You can have a bad game, but Mourinho very much wants ready-made players. He doesn't really coach, enhance or improve players, so to speak. And he,
3: he, he dropped him like a hot potato, and now he's... At the time, that was his job, arguably. Yeah, to, arguably. To have the best 11 out there right now, today, but not to worry about two seasons. If you
4: consider yourself a top manager, you mm-hmm. see these players in trading day in, day out, yeah. you must see some talent there, because he's a top manager. Yeah, but one. it's
0: not just talent, is it, Dan? It's for attitude. for Mourinho, it's about attitude yeah, as well. But if he's it's about mentality, a, that winning mentality.
4: Yeah, maybe that's not his strong point, but as a top coach, surely you can... Coach someone, you know, well, improve their mentality. Yeah, but it's but a difference
0: in role, and I think Sam's got a point. Yeah. We all, we all. I mean, Sam can say this with feeling as much as we can. You know, that's Mourinho's shtick. Yeah. You know, he likes ready-made players that he can trust and rely on to go and win him trophies. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to have time for developing young kids, no matter how talented they are. And I think it's really, really interesting, isn't it? Because as Dan said, I mean, you know, we can all sit here with 2020 20 hindsight, saying how how unbelievably stupid it was for us to not. Uh, you know, uh, persist with the likes of Salah and De Bruyne because look at the players that they've come. Um, but the reality is that, a, you know, who are they going to displace in that side? Mm-hmm. You know, we had the likes of. Uh, um, I mean, certainly Eden Hazard. I mean, I, I know that they were up against Oscar at the time, Wen Mata as well, perhaps. Yeah. You know, we had good established players in that side and we were winning trophies. So, difficult. you know, what are you going to do? This is why football's so difficult. But I want, one thing I would say to, to uh, as a kind of a counter to that is that I'm absolutely sure... That had we been in a different position than that, where we were still, you know, on the crest of winning the mm-hmm. Champions League, so very much at the top table, and we had a different kind of manager, like a Pochettino, for example, yeah. then we may well have brought them through. Yeah, I mean Matt Mata went because he, you know,
4: they wanted to uh, pursue Oscar, and Oscar very much like quite a lot of Brazilians they there about the money because yeah. he's, he's supporting he was fantastic though wasn't Oscar he Oscar was good in well, parts he had some good game. games okay. yeah <laughs> the
3: thing with Oscar is he's <laughs> a lot whenever I saw him I just thought he looked great no yeah. he
0: did I, I loved him too but he, he clearly you know like a of lot of Brazilians yeah. it's attitude poor but, and
4: also a lot, lot of him he was supporting like you know five generations of his family so to get a right. huge contract like that where he yeah. went just completely transformed his entire family so from that point of he, 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 he went for the money he didn't go for the mm-hmm. the glitz and the glamour of the was it Chinese Super League? He's gone yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. this goes
0: right back to what we were saying a minute ago, isn't it? You know, Bra- Brazilians are a very good, uh, um, a good case in point here. You know, they are by definition mercenaries. Yeah, they upsticks from their homeland, a big footballing country, it has to be said, and upsticks to go to Europe, and they're doing it yeah. for the money. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they owe no loyalty to European no. clubs. None why, at all. They? None that, at
4: all. Alex Tuchira, who went from Shakhtar yeah. to China, yeah. he was a great player. Has he? You don't really know. He's still there, isn't he? Yeah, you yeah. don't really see much about the Chinese Super League. But no. go back to your original question about that that squad. I think mm. Ashley Carr I think left the right time. I think injuries are getting the better of him. Check probably the right time. I think Cavallo maybe a season early well, could have done that. You know,
0: we, we'd see. I think. I think the thing is, had we seen the best of them, I mean, the only thing that makes me think we we let uh, them go a little bit earlier than we could have done was the fact that we had such a dearth of leadership when yeah. they left. But mm. you know, had we seen the best of them. I think the, the 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 hard truth no matter how hard it is to face this and to fess up to it yeah. is that we had probably seen the best of J T Lamps check Drogba and Ashley Cole when they went. J T's last season under Conte he was so yeah. far off the pace. Yeah. Were, yeah. I mean his legs look he never had pace, speed and but pace his, but he was finding it yeah. hard to cope with our, the rigors of the Premier League.
4: Biggest error was our planning cuz all these players yeah. were no
0: succession plan
4: yeah, we yeah. you know Ashley Cole, we didn't replace. We haven't replaced any of that team properly, with exception maybe.
0: But I mean, you could argue, will we ever? I mean, that's the greatest Chelsea. I mean, you know, has, have United uh, no, we're still you know, struggling are, to are, find are they, Or they? Vidic, are they sure. And can they? Well, you yeah. know, replace the the, the class of ninety two? Possibly not. Yeah. Arsenal's back four. They never replaced that. I mean, yeah.
4: Wenger inherited an amazing back four, and the minute they left, yeah, he, he, they struggled for yeah.
3: For ten, years, yeah. for 10 years, every central midfielder United bought was the new Roy Keane, yeah. regardless of their qualities. Well, apart from Jemba Jemba. <laughs> for, for a time, that was him. So bad than him twice. Yeah. We do talk about football. <laughs> We're still talking about football in the breaks. And we'll be carrying on for another hour in just a few moments' time. First, you're going to have your news update. When we come back, well, we've got sort of a structured list of things to talk
0: about, but there's a very good
3: chance we'll be going off-piste. See you very soon.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. George J.K. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV? The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight.
2: Oh. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamper Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
3: And if we make it, We'll be together. In my head, it sounds like he's saying, "And when we're naked, we'll be together." He does, doesn't he? I, I, oh, is that I, what he saying? I, I always
4: thought that, that yeah, was that, JK next time because he was. Well, out, yeah,
0: right. you're very kind of I don't know, lucky or, or unlucky. I'm not quite sure which. But when Jonathan's here, he, he sings that. Oh, and perfect. And then he, then he reminds everybody, in fact, people who are yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest, <laughs> that he was in fact part of that and did sing on the real edition. <laughs> and then he sings the part that he was actually singing on. So well they, that's uh, nice. Well, he's right. Like. He's a man of many talents.
3: He's an actor. Okay, here's a question. For you, the Europa League. Mm. Generally speaking, uh, the English clubs have two approaches to it. Either we go all out to win it, knowing our league form will suffer because of the late Thursday nights and the distances mm. you have to travel, or you say, Do you know what? It's like an extra league cup, we can play some of these players give some new guys a try try a few things out but it doesn't really matter what the results are what's your ambition I mean well when we won it
4: in 2013 Mm -hmm. didn't intend to win it but it was it was some great trips and a great day out I think right now we we got blessed with on paper quite an easy group so we should hopefully qualify and I think come January, February depending on our league position Mm -hmm. will dictate how we do it because United when they won it two years ago obviously they were struggling to get top four Mourinho went all out he won it Champions League qualification. Now you've got the kind of the, the golden egg of Champions League end of it. Mm-hmm. It should be taken more seriously. Ultimately, I listened. I waited so long for us to win a cup. Anything we go for wants to win it.
0: Yeah. So Europa League is so back. Hang on, done. You waited so long, but you'd wait forever. Oh yeah, <laughs> my
4: yeah.
0: blood is blue. That's right.
4: But I Yeah. But um, I want to win it. I, every cup. I want to win I
0: mean
3: that's
4: how I think that, it's, that's it's, how I
0: think people should approach it I hate final. people that go like that's so oh. old school Sam yeah. I mean come on it's, it's a 2018 it's a cup final get with I the mean, internet culture brother,
4: <laughs> when, when you beat us 4-0 in 1994 I was Devastated Because oh, that's the first cup final i ever been to day. Horrible, horrible day Horrible day Horrible team David Ellery <laughs> Horrible referee David Ellery's still horrible, On my
0: Horrible list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything was horrible yeah I yeah. list Yeah I have a But you know what do You for. say that I mean I wasn't lucky enough To be there But I remember it vividly Nevertheless But people were just so delighted That Chelsea were in a cup final For the yeah. first time in 24 years you know, don't forget that.
4: Oh no, that that for that was great because it was the first time my dad and you know we had yeah. been to like full members, which wasn't quite the same thing. But then we just got absolutely just. When Pates went up to lift the yeah. Kind the we data were there. systems, yeah. It was just, it's horrendous. doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> and then ninety seven gives you a taste for it. Then we had a great run till sort of the end yeah. of the century, and then up. But well, we Rome weren't formed then,
0: Dan. Oh, I thought well, we were no, formed in two thousand three. Chelsea, no, no, no. I mean, I, I think the Europa, Europa Cup is fascinating actually because, I mean, you know, we, we remember when we won it, we. Uh, We got in by finishing... Uh, second on the highest points anybody who's ever finished second in the Champions yeah. League didn't get through or something, like, or third. We you came know. third, yeah. Like, yeah, but we, we, we had more points than anybody who's finished. Yeah. You know, we were very unlucky not to go through that year. And we had Benitez in charge, which, you know, made most of us deeply unhappy and very yeah, angry. Dad, it, can you? Sorry. No, no, I, I, I was very good. I'm a professional dad. said Benitez. Sorry. Right. Uh, and it was great. But remember, it was, a, it was a less protracted version than what we've got now. Well, what we, What we've got now here is. Is the full fat yeah. Europa Cup version, yeah. so we're having to play the protracted league system, which yeah. is a right nightmare, which can really nouse up your league campaign. Um, I think what's going to be intriguing this this season for Chelsea supporters for the Europa Cup is what Sarri will do, because for the last fifteen years we've been used to every single manager we've had taking every competition absolutely seriously. I mean, you know, you can level this accusation at a lot of clubs, even United, for not playing full-strength sides in some cup matches because they focus on the Champions League or the Premier League, but you can't level that at Chelsea. We've always put decent, strong sides out in every competition because we're we're trophy pigs and we like to win them. But from what I understand about Sarri is that that's not how he rolls, baby. Mm -hmm. You know, he has his first 11... And that's pretty much sacrosanct for the season, unless they get injured. And then his dirt trackers, who he puts in the other competitions. So there's a very good chance that we could actually see, both in the Caribou Mm -hmm. Cup and the Europa League, a completely beat... B side playing, which of course, uh, you know, attached with that is the risk that we might not progress in it very far. And I wonder how Chelsea supporters would react to that because we like our foreign trips yeah. and we like winning trophies. Are we going to be able to go, oh, it doesn't matter? Well, are we able to do what United and Arsenal fans do because, oh, it's only the Carabao Cup, oh, it's only the Europa Cup, we don't really care? Are we going to be able to handle that? I'm not so sure. Well, it depends how much pressure Cyrus is on behind the
4: scenes to deliver in his first season. Now, when the club have said to him, you know, your objectives are X, Y. Anything else as a bonus. I think, from a financial perspective, which is now so key in football, Champions League has got to be the ultimate goal for us. You know, I don't think we're going to win the league this year.
3: We're in a weird world now, aren't we? We're winning the Champions League. Getting in the Champions League is more important than winning trophies, and I. It's so weird. It's like not,
4: it's not for me. I'm old school. I mean, yeah, but this,
3: but, uh, but from the. You just sort of said it though, from the club's perspective, mm. getting that financial benefit and backing yeah. all the commercial uh, revenue that streams that come with being in the Champions League means that is the priority. And like, it's a bit like you know when people used to mock Arsenal for always coming fourth, be like, hey, you got that Champions League trophy." To to an extent, everybody sort of plays that now. People would rather be in the champion, uh, be in that Champions League qualification yeah. than they would win the League Cup. I- Obviously, you want that season, but also. Isn't the whole point to win trophies? You only win four at the start of the season yeah. anyway. No one's going to do that.
4: Okay, as a fan, mm. if someone gave the choice of coming fourth or winning a domestic cup, what would you choose?
3: Yeah, but that, that, uh, I'd rather win a trophy, I think. Yeah,
4: so would I. I mean, yeah. I, I, The whole thing for me is as much fun as the Champions League is, it's, it's become totally devalued because you've got, you know, fourth place teams qualifying. This yeah. is, it's a great, because you get some great chips, you get some great teams, but just as, whereas it was a European Cup is just the Champions, that's when it was, you yeah. know, had more, more gravitas, I think. I mean, I don't know, football's all about the money, but as a fan, Tang- tangible is trophies. Yeah. You know, Spurs fans have gone about, you know, you who've Chelsea got in the Champions League? We're like, well like, where's your where's your where's your Champions League Cup? Yeah. It's you know, coming fourth, okay, you're third. You, know, you don't even get a medal in the Olympics if you come fourth. Yeah. That's my view. I just I want to win trophies. I'd rather come eighth and win the FA Cup. Yeah.
0: I think that's a, I I agree with that to be to be honest, uh Dan. I mean, you know, we, we, it's really I was just reading some article the other day actually and and you know, we needed to be reminded of the fact that I think there's a bit of a I think there's a bit of a myth. You know, the whole you know where were you when you were poo uh, to avoid getting not, not dumped. So good. Uh, you know, yeah. shocking, as Neil yeah. Smith calls it, doesn't it? Where, we, we Where were suppose. you when we were shocking were we were suppose. The reality is, is we were only really shocking for about three years, which is kind of like, you know, the end of the 70s and the beginning of the 90s. Sorry, the 80s. Yeah. And we really were all for them. We nearly went down to the third division. Yeah. But it's a very, very small period of time. I think what really is more salient is the fact that we didn't win any trophy any proper trophy. I mean, I know we won the, the, the Zenith Data Systems Cup and the Four Members Cup, but we didn't win anything between 1970 and... Sorry, 71 and 1997. Uh, yeah. And that was a very long period of time to be in the wilderness. Yeah. In fact, about the same time as it was between Man United winning the league, as I recall, yeah. Sam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 26 years. But you won other stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. You like, were winning cups F8 and cups. stuff. Yeah. You know, Cup so, cups. But I think so, it's- you know, set. so basically if you if you've grown up with that that absolute dearth of winning any trophies at all like dan and i who remember what it was like then i don't care what competition it is i want us to win it yeah because i grew up with those awful muppets from down the road from you on the old on the east Lanks road i mean I, i'm 53 so my childhood was informed by liverpool winning everything a, that sounds depressing I mean like Alex Ferguson With United If I have a dream it Is that one day Chelsea will have More blooming trophies Than Liverpool So I can ram it right Where the sun doesn't shine <laughs> yeah. You know But you know it's, it's We've got a long way to go So you know I don't care if it's Carabao Cup Europa Cup uh, FA Cup Premier League chat I don't care I want us to win it all and I want us to win it all every year until we've got more trophies than that lot Stack them up Uh,
4: Yeah I just it's about trophies I mean you know coming forth you know you look back on your career you came forth five times you look back on your career you've got two FA Cup winners medals what's going to be more important
3: yeah We'll uh, carry on with trophies in just a moment we'll talk about whether or not Chelsea can realistically challenge for the Premier League title Uh, before that little break
2: Putin has sophisticated labs creating his nerve gas, where in America we just harvest it from me love sport
5: i work for a spokesman said.com we can help you save money on your home insurance all you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal are you being
2: fobbed off by a company are they letting you down and are your complaints falling on deaf ears we can help you out come to a spokesman said.com and we will give you a voice and a platform to raise your complaints As recommended in the Daily Telegraph. A spokesman said dot com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. British summertime, great times. Light the barbecue with Hillary's
3: old emails. Love sports. We're back on. So, guys, can Chelsea challenge for the Premier League title? And beyond just putting in an actual challenge, can they win it? The, uh, The next few fixtures, within the next sort of month, by the end of October, they will have played Liverpool and Manchester United. Are these better uh, games for judging the quality of Chelsea and how their season will unfold yeah, at the moment only two teams are 4 for 4 no Liverpool,
4: 3 Liverpool will be our first real test I mean yeah. Arsenal are a work in progress the teams we played you probably expect to get maximum points from we don't beat Cardiff we're disappointed West Ham they'll probably play like Brazil like they always do when they play us um, that are acid tested Liverpool at home mm-hmm. you know the pace they've got if we haven't really sorted out our back four so the left hand side where Luis and Alonso are then it, it could be a tough game but that I think ask me after Liverpool if we get, a you know, a positive result and I think, yeah, we can definitely give City a run for their money.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 well, I, mean, it's not just Liverpool. I think, I think the, 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 the clear tests are against anybody who's our rival for it and that's, you know, quite clearly Liverpool and Man City who I think are both very, very good teams uh, and then, you know, United and Spurs and Arsenal. Now, we've, we've beaten Arsenal early in the season when they were probably in a bit of flux with their new, new manager, Dick Emery. Um, Tottenham, you know, interesting season for them, Champions League football again, mm-hmm. the issue with the stadium, not buying any new players, there's a good there's a good chance that they might not be as good as they were last year, that they may have peaked. They may have peaked yeah. at kind of third, yeah. which is where you'd expect Tottenham to peak. But um and United, who knows? I mean I, I never would count Mourinho out. You know, either it'll melt down completely and he'll be gone by Christmas or he'll win the league. I mean, either is possible with Mourinho. No. But either way, they are the benchmark and the test for us at the moment and I think Liverpool will be a very serious test for exactly the reason that you said because they are so attack minded and they could exploit our obvious vulnerabilities mm-hmm. very very easily you know we could we could get Turned over big time by yeah. Liverpool. That is a worry. They've got a lot of pace, and they, you know, if we're defending a very high line, they can yeah. easily get
4: behind us. Yeah, So, it's going to be that is the acid test for us, I think, for our first Well, City, games.
3: you don't have to play until December. Nope. We so got you
0: quite shortly after
3: uh, yeah, Liverpool, in, haven't in we? In October. Yeah. But at home, though. Yeah. Uh, but the, the weird thing about the Liverpool game is, of course, so you play them on Saturday the 29th, yes. and that's at home. Yes. But on the Tuesday before, yeah. you play them away in we the do. League Cup. Do you think that kind of scenario affects? the game because battles will be played will,
0: will be played that will then well play if play if we again. don't get a hiding up there then i think that'll stand us in very good stead but you know i think liverpool are capable of dishing out a hiding to us and if we get i mean here's the thing you know is he going to play Goes back to what I was saying a minute ago. Is, is Sarri going to play the same team now? On the one hand, if he plays, I mean, Marco, Mark Warrell, one of our great buddies, he comes on here occasionally, has uh, talked about. In fact, he has named his side and put a bet on it for the uh, the Caribou Cup match, and it is uh, Caballero, Zappacosta, Christensen, Stroke, Ampadu, Cahill, Emerson, Ampadu, Stroke, Fabregas, Barkley, Loftus Cheek, William Giroux, Hudson, Adoy. Now you know. On, on paper, that's actually not a bad sign, no. And I've heard a lot of people saying this recently that... You know, sorry, going back to the Europa mm. Cup and the League Cup, Sam. You know, actually, we could do quite well on that because our B side's not a bad side that's at good, all. Good there. And of course, if that side did get thumped by Liverpool, I mean, properly thumped, which they're capable... I mean, they did it to City nearly last year, yeah. so they're capable of doing it. None of that team are likely to play them in the league match a few days later. So why would they be bothered?
4: Yeah, I think there would be two, two very, very different matches. I think. Yeah. I think Liverpool could well play a... You know, a weakened team, so to speak. Yep. Give their squad players a chance.
3: So, away from those individual fixtures, the likes of Liverpool City, how how good can this Chelsea be this season? What kind of title fight do you think they can put up? I don't think this season will we'll come close. I think we'll get top four. I think
4: we've shown enough from early days. We could definitely get top four. I'd like to see a more sustained challenge next season. One or two more players in. A lot dependent on uh, Morata. Finding his form because at the moment he's, you know, he's, he's a confidence player and he hasn't got a huge amount of confidence. If Saturday get the best out of him, there's a real striker in there. I mean, he had a great record when he was in Italy and Madrid. Um, this is his second season. It took Drogba a long time to get established. So hopefully, Morata can get us 20 goals a season, with there or thereabouts, But this year, I'll be, top four will be a good achievement.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not so sure about about Morata's capability of doing that. I mean, he's never really put away that many goals in a season. I think he's still a long way away from being a decent Chelsea striker or a decent Premier League striker. I think the the reality is I, you know I, I I to be all I hate to say this but in all honesty I don't see us winning the league this year. I think I think City are too good, too strong and yeah. I think Liverpool are not far behind. Um, what I am encouraged by and what I I really didn't think that I'd see before we started this season, I would say with that absolute certainty that we will we will finish in the top four this season And I couldn't say that with certainty Before the season started But from what I've seen so far I think if we can win four on the bounce At the beginning of the season When people are really trying to adapt to, no. to what Surrey wants Then I think that bodes well And of course the corollary of that Is that you know United don't look com- the complete package yet uh, Spurs don't and Arsenal don't no. so therefore I'm, I, you know, if, I was, if I was a betting man which I am Sam <laughs> I would put money on us being third this season because yeah, we could go to the Liverpool match with a 100% record yeah. Yeah. yeah totally feasible you look at the fixtures yeah. uh, do you believe in the
3: concept of it doesn't matter what the fixture list is because you play everybody twice <sighs> we've had a nice
4: start which has helped we've had a, on paper a relatively mm-hmm. comfortable start our like, first six matches but you've
3: got to play one twice
4: yeah, I do. don't, I don't do. believe in that No, no so I think well, I'm, not, I, so I'm
0: not so sure I think it does have an I impact, think it's a huge impact, impact especially your, yeah. in terms of
3: momentum like for example yeah. if you're a new manager or a newly promoted team if you're say if you're a newly promoted team if you have to go away at, or even play at home and you play those top six teams those top ten teams with all that experience you start the season finding it very hard to get points all of a sudden you are under pressure by the time you play the teams you can beat and I think it's the same for the teams at the top. Wolves got a point with City. Yeah, Wolves are, Wolves are going to be great. Yeah. I, th- I
4: think, I think for me, it's the running hardest. if it's say if you your last six games, you have got to play United, Liverpool, Everton.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but you, you could also have teams that are fighting relegation yeah. who are going to put in everything they have. Yeah, I, I, I think that it can, you know. <laughs> It's a bit like what they say about refere- refereeing decisions and that, that they, uh, you know, the bad decisions and the good decisions even themselves out across the season, which I think is rubbish. It's absolutely piffle. A bad decision is a bad decision. It costs you points. Yeah. And if you get, you know, a mixture of the top three, having to play the top three in the last few games and, and, the, and the, those sides that are fighting relegation, I think you're up for six very, very hard games. Yeah. And I think the fixture list can have a big handle on that. Yeah. The real question is, Sam, is it rigged or not? Oh,
3: well... I have I have no idea how they do it but well, apparently it's random but I don't but buy that there's there's no way it can be completely random because they like for example you'll never get Everton and Liverpool playing Liverpool at the same time unless they play each other exactly one will always be home exactly. and away but the that's same as United and, the and security, though, isn't that, it. That, well that's why they do it but it does mean that there is a there is an organisation behind it it's not just it's here's the a load state, of pictures it's, it's the deep, deep state um, um, what,
4: what they call it uh, arg- they've probably
3: got yeah. algorithms which say you can't do but A versus but B but I yeah see I'm but I don't believe it Hmm. I think I think it's it, th- I think it's too it's almost too complex for the for the way they do the security and the policing and then of course you get the TV rights and they'll know at what points of the season you're going to get bigger audiences and stuff. I think they so it's weighted, it. rather I think than so. rigged, yeah, yeah. I think, I so. think, I think you're
0: probably. I, do, I don't know any of this for a fact. No, but either. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at all well, given given what we well, know, well, know and what we yeah. see. What
4: Mark Howse came out and said this week well, was quite yeah, wasn't that well, shocking? Yeah about um, i know this complete... is all
0: going to come out isn't it yeah, yeah. I mean, how... you, you know what yeah, we, you yeah, know yeah. you saw the with story uh, about mo helsey the booking yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the complete madness he's
4: come out cause i think he's he's quite an honest chap and he's come out and really kind of because i think he, he got you know i think he had to the mask i think they're falling out with the yeah. pg what they're called pg
0: tips what they're called i always want to call them when i was a kid we used to you know I, i'm luckily i never had to do this but my sisters did but they get sent away for the entire summer on a on a kind of a summer camp. Mm. And they were called PGL or something. Holidays, you know. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was awful. It was Camp like being sent away on prison. Campo. L- yeah. Luckily, I never. I was too old and got away with it. And I've always thought that the PGM PGMOL, yeah, professional game ma- uh, management of officials limited because yeah, yeah. it's a company I've always thought it was the same people that used to send these poor children away to like the mid- middle of Wales <laughs> where it was raining and they had to ride horses and get jumped on by what, things what
4: baffles me is this whole kind of when they have these uh, review decisions and there's absolutely no yeah. It's you know someone can double jump on Louise and, you know, not get booked and it's done the other
0: way around he gets you know he gets retrospected yeah. back. Well, they're appalling, I, aren't true. they? Just, there's
4: I mean, no consistency whatsoever yeah. in these decision
0: making processes. Is they, there any surprise that none of their I mean, I know they, they were gonna have oh the haircut Blake, what's his name? Brain fart uh Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was
3: I, curious I, who the haircut bloke was. The haircut yeah. bloke.
0: Yeah. Well, I could have said the, the other one, but we'd get sued. Uh, but anyway, Clattenburg <laughs> obviously, you know, quit. And he was our yeah. World Cup referee. Yeah. And because of that, they couldn't actually... You can't put a replacement yeah. in. They only yeah. choose who they choose. Yeah. But that aside, uh, that, frankly, there are no referees who are good enough to be able to go and officiate in a world or European competition. Well,
4: that's why well, there's no English referees in the World Cup for I the know. first time. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, how- no, 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 there wasn't, because Clattenburg quit. If Clattenburg yeah, had I quit... Like. It was really poorly reported
3: okay. that story. It was it, yeah, was it was it was reported exactly. as
0: none of them are good enough. But that's not true. No, there no, was one, true. but because there he was.
3: left the yeah. FA, but he, he couldn't qualify anybody,
4: That's the thing. I mean, Webb was a good referee, and now he works for um, one of the TV companies. Mm. Yeah, but, but that's you know. The,
0: but they, I mean, you know, we, we say this every week, don't we? I mean, it's been a constant mantra since I've been going. You know, years and years and years ago, how awful referees are. But I think it's actually true. I, I think the referees are getting worse and worse and worse. I really do.
4: Biggest issue I have referees is they haven't played the game to that level. Yeah. You know, what a a professional footballer might perceive to be a good tackle referee sees as a yellow card. Oh. My biggest issue is players' reactions to tackles. If it's a bad tackle, they're gonna react. If it's a good tackle, you tend not to get a reaction from them. So my idea would be you've got all these players in, you know, League two, league three, you probably, you know. Need a job off football, you fast fast track them into referees because they're thirty 35 thirty five. They're, they're yeah. going to be fit enough. They get the game. You know. I, do you know what
0: it? I would like to see? I'm mean, I not just ch- ch- chuck something at me if we need to go to a break, Sam. But what I would really like to do is to see players that we've really hated being made to be referees. <laughs> so like uh, John, uh, who's the the, John, the the Arsenal player, John Jensen. No, Hartson. That's the one. Yeah, he's uh, too fat, Lily though. Savage. Craig Bellamy Craig uh-huh. Sutton uh, yeah. not Craig Sutton Chris, Chris Sutton. Sutton they should have all instead of going into the media to earn lucrative uh, money for talking yep. rubbish, which come they referees. do with equanimity. They should have been made to be referees <laughs> so we could pillory them every week. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Spe- it? Especially
4: Bellamy.
3: We're going to have a quick break, but before we do, I'll give you a thought and then you can give yeah, your yeah. thoughts so when we come back. What about, you know how, like, if you want to be a coach, you have to get your B licence and all that kind of stuff? Or if you want to work on, like, a builder's yard, you have to have some sort of qualification for safety or whatever. Mm-hmm. Making tea. What if, if you want to be a professional footballer, you have to be a qualified referee? Give me your thoughts just after this. Ooh.
2: Don't you just hate it when most politicians just answer their own questions? I do. Oh. Love sport. Love sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million.
5: Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman's set.com. Getting real people, real savings.
6: So I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman's set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my grant pontins on holiday
5: find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com real people real savings compare switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money if you're
2: in business i bet you hate wasting money we do taxi tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time, so your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We do taxi tops. Visit WEDOH.com. We do the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. 7BestBets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7BestBets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbeds.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details.
1: Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 033 0 161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on.
2: Millwall, tremendous. I'm a big fan of walls. Many people are saying walls is what it's all about.
1: This is
2: Love Sport. Love Sport
3: with 7OTB.com.
2: Play your way to one million pounds.
3: Okay, so footballers as qualified referees, would that work? For that experience and that understanding?
4: (laughs) Yes and no, because then they'd argue the decisions all the time. Yeah, oh my... Goodness yeah. they imagine, would, wouldn't they? You know
3: you should have given get a car for that ref.
4: Yeah, that would be actually it would be awful. Yeah. Don't if, do it. What, terrible what idea. I would like his referees to be mic'd up like they do in rugby, <laughs> yeah. like they do in football. Yeah. So they can American yeah. football turn on the microphone and go, I've given that for X reasons. Yeah. Or they need to be more accountable after matches because yeah. they they are very protected at the moment. Yeah. Nobody comes out to speak, nobody comes That's out to say so anything. Yeah, I mean but it's it, pathetic. All they need to have is you know, Howard Webb to interview them after yeah. the match, because he 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 is a referee mm-hmm. and very top level, he'd be able to understand. He'd ask the right questions. He wouldn't hang them all out to dry, and they should, you know they should be made to be accountable. If they make huge, huge mistakes.
3: Uh, elsewhere in the international football tonight, Scotland nil, Belgium one. Five minutes after the first half, a goal scored by everybody's friend, uh, Romelu Lukaku. Mm. Hmm.
0: Oh, have you seen that? I'm glad you brought Lukaku up, Sam, because there's been all sorts of. Twitter nonsense all week mm-hmm. about Lukaku having scored the same amount of goals as Drogba but in a yeah, 100 104 yeah. now, is it? Yeah. So therefore mm-hmm. Lukaku is better than Drogba. <laughs> Lukaku well. can trap it further than I can kick it.
4: <laughs> Apparently Lukaku's going to sign for Chelsea but his first touch took him to Manchester. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm here all week. I <laughs> mean <Really, laughs> none of those things make sense. It's some I saw I in response I saw one the other day that said uh, if Eden Hazard scores 16 more Champions League goals, he'd be level with Ryan Giggs. But they're they're not comparable players. Absolutely, it it just makes no sense. Well,
0: it doesn't. I mean, look, you know, I, I, I thought Lukaku looked pretty ordinary and out of his depth at Chelsea, but he was young. You know, and there's, there's there's possibly a good footballer in there. And I mean he scored a hatful of goals, so you can't really argue with that. But he's no Didier Drogba. I mean in terms of what, what Drogba did at Chelsea and for the club and the trophies, that not only he you know he, he won, but he had a direct part in winning. I mean, not, you know, yeah, that yeah, that, was, that stands no yeah. comparison nine to go- me nine goals in finals. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Personally just d- destroying Arsenal on numerous occasions for which yeah. I will love him forever. Yeah, so what a load of old nonsense. Yeah. But I think, I mean, you know, having said that, I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking Lukaku per se. I think, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a decent player. There's no yeah, doubt about that. Just
3: the comparisons. I, yeah, I don't think that's no comparison. It. In a few seasons, he'll have scored more goals in England than Ruud van Nistelrooy. And like, as a finisher, he's no, Van was boots. A Superb yeah, he was finisher, incredible. wasn't he? he
0: was yeah, a a phenomenal just, player. Yeah. It's,
3: yeah, it's the same as when people like
0: come up with stats about Henri and stuff, and you think. Yeah, but this this other thing. I mean, I mean, you know, I I don't mean harp on about it, but you are a bit younger than me. One thing I can never understand about modern football is mm-hmm. the fact that uh, it only really was invented when Sky turned up. Yeah. In the Premier League. So that's nothing nothing me, counts. That's my life. Yeah, and that's that's why. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to dig yeah. you out. I'm no, no, asking you as a a point of interest. Yeah. Really, you know, nothing happened before the Premier League was invented. And you know that's like saying Jimmy Greaves never existed. Yeah, it's weird, but th- you know? it's, it's or Glenn a- Hoddle or Gascoigne even. I mean, he he kind of played into the I, Premier League, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, just yeah. like, and to put no. perspective, my, you know, my dad started going in the early '50s, and you know, before
4: he you know he, his greatest ever Chelsea team up to 2006 only had one player post sort of when when '94 '95. Jimmy Greaves, Charlie Cook, Peter Benetti, yeah. all the players I never got to see, but were. I mean, Jimmy Goose, my dad said, wasn't the greatest finish he's ever seen because he was a phenomenal player, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, it's all perspectives. I mean, it's... But
0: yeah. is, is it... I mean, is it just some insidious kind of deep stuff? I'm loving this and I'm getting all... I'm going I'm to come in wearing my tinfoil hat next week. <laughs> is it just some kind of cons, ins, insidious master plan from Sky in the Premier League? Or is it because people who are young uh, just don't give a damn about history? It's all about the now.
3: I think there's... Uh, there's a lot of weirdness to all of this, and I think it's really yeah. interesting. Because, f- for example, there are stats of players who who crossed that divide, who would have played in yeah. in what would have been the football the, the division one, the old division one, yeah. and then in the Premier League. Ryan Giggs, as example, made his debut for Manchester United in that. But often, when you see his stats, they give you his Premier League stats, yeah. and that doesn't count what happened before. Yeah, really and it is ridiculous. weird. And but in the same token, players that retire now are forgotten about so quickly and not necessarily forgotten about in the terms of like they played their ability but
0: once you're off the pitch no one cares anymore well sorry dan i mean one of the things that i find I mean, we do a show every every thursday with kerry dixon mm-hmm. now i mean you've heard of kerry dixon mm-hmm. right and you're quite a young chap so fair play to you but kerry uh stopped playing for chelsea in what 1992 yeah, 1993. Yeah. But he, he was our second highest goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, and remained that way until Frank Lampard beat both his and Bobby Tambling's record. Now, I grew up, I watched him play. So obviously, he was a huge hero mm. of mine. But younger people that I know always spoke of Kerry and people of that. Uh, generation in very reverential tones but it seems to somewhere stop i mean i i don't know is it because i i watched them when i was a kid so i have these wonderful blue tinted spectacles on and and I'm, i like wallowing in nostalgia maybe maybe uh you know kids are in their 20s when they're my age will be you know waxing lyrical about having seen you know the was and the yeah. Landmarks play i don't know maybe uh, maybe that's life nice. maybe that's
4: how it works i think it's a very simple ask to it Sky have transformed the coverage. And if you go back to trying to find old stuff from Kerry Dixon or whoever, like Frank Stephenson, yeah. you, you like watch
0: that, BT Sports, yeah, it's exactly, on there every yeah. week.
4: No, but it's, it's, the, the coverage is so much more. There's so much more, these players are so much more,
3: yeah, I- idolized. I mean, That's it. they're, they're, they're I want... bigger than just football players now. Yeah, a lot of them. They're,
4: they're, 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 we've become customers they mm-hmm. become brands yeah you know a football club is a
0: brand it's a product you make so much money in the back of- well and then they're shielded from us I mean there's a bit yeah. of a ding dong going on at the moment I mean I'm yet to get to the absolute bottom of it so I have to be quite delicate in how I, I put it but there's a you know that when the players turn up at the, at the ground on a Saturday yeah. there's now a uh, a kind of a competition winners get to meet them only yeah. and it's fenced off from ordinary fans seeing them so we're a bit kind of well is this another sign of what we're talking about or i'm yet to find out what what's at the bottom of it so as i said it's kind of 50 yeah. 50 when i was going to chelsea in the 80s quite legendarily pat nevin mm-hmm. would travel to the games by tube and no, okay. He was he was unusual for that time. It wasn't like the 30s and the 40s and the 50s where they would all yeah. travel together, you know. But it was a lovely thing. And I heard a lovely story uh, today, actually, uh, about the cricket that Alistair Cook, who's... Arguably England's greatest ever cricketer, who's retiring after this test, he went to the match by tube, <laughs> and I just thought, well, there you go, that's quite old school, then. Yeah, but you won't get modern footballers doing that. No, no it's I mean, different. It's different. I, mean, I, together, I, together,
4: it? I used to go. I used to go. You could you could sort of meet the players. You go. You well, be,
0: Harlington, remember those days? I used days? to go to Harlington uh, a bit,
4: on match days because yeah. I used to I used to sit in the East Middle. The guys in the gate would let me go to East Lower to where the players come out, and I would sit and watch them train. They come back, they sign so autographs. I remember, you know. Mark Hughes signed autograph yeah. when he was at United you could literally touch them close to, him to Chidge but now the, the, the landscape has totally changed for football just because this is uh, radio
2: they
3: are close guys we're Very They're, very close. close right we're going to have a quick break now and then we'll carry on when we come back yeah. it's time to make
2: North Korea great again but it'll take a while the country is a sh**hole the Love Sport Fan Shows
4: that's the only downside. It's just his finishing. His hold-up play, as you said, was good. His
6: confidence is slowly increasing, but his finishing needs to improve. And if his finishing improves, then I think we'll see the old Ben Tekke banging in goals. He's got competition for places. We've got Jordan Ayew there sitting on the bench. Mm. We had uh, Alexander Shorloff. Uh, I don't um, f- a lot of people are, are, are not digging him right now. Uh, Albert says he's Torgeli, Mark too. Sandal Torgeli. Oh.
2: <laughs> If you think of Sandor Torghelli, you think of one of like a little brand of pasta. You kind
6: of. You kind of. You know, a random (laughs) cost Costco supermarket brand of pasta. (laughs) Sandor Torghelli. It does sound like a pasta dish, doesn't it? Thank you very much. Exactly, it
2: does. (laughs) Weekdays and Sunday from 7 pm. The Love Sport fan shows.
4: I think HF play a big part in the club and as Aaron said it's a unique selling point
2: most fans come to look at Paris for its atmosphere and losing them is a massive part like I don't know how I was going to play out throughout the season but you've got to wonder if there was any element of the fans should be not rewarded but effectively Other a word you know keep yeah. it sweet. show better loyalty to the fans and it'll be alright
4: yeah it's, it's all about brinkmanship isn't it and who, who goes this far and I think that's the kind of
1: character Mr Parrish is he's, he's not so much a, a give and take person yeah. that's just, just my opinion he might, he might be the complete opposite of that is a shrewd hard businessman
2: weekdays and sunday from 7 p.m.
1: Okay,
3: new conversation point. You ready for this? Is Chelsea realistically likely to be sold by Roman Abramovich? Mm. If so, what would your hopes be? What would your fears be? Realistically, I don't
4: think so.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I think he still likes the club. I think the development is more economic rather than anything deeper than that. I mean, the it's a billion pound project, and you've got to be absolutely sure it's the right thing to do, even for somebody who's worth as much as him, it's a billion pounds, maybe he'll want to sell a stake to buy, you know, to raise some money, sell a percentage. He's a great owner, he's been fantastic for us, he, he's like a fan with a lot of money. My fear is we get some lunatic coming on board who just ruins what, you know, the legacy Roman's built. You know, we're very, very lucky that he is who he is. May not agree with all his decisions, sacking managers too early possibly, but He's transformer the club. It'll be... Uh, I hope he doesn't sell. I don't think he will. I think he's... he's You're getting he's, emotional
0: there, Dan. I know. I you know. are, it's, I
4: can tell. Because, you know, you look at, like, the the guy who bought Kyle City. He changed yeah. their kit.
0: Yeah, yeah, Vincent uh, Tan. Simple things like that. Yeah, I mean, but I, he did look like a Bond villain, though. He did, yeah. he did. But simple things <laughs> yeah, like on, that. On I mean, the plus side.
4: I mean, Chelsea playing a red kit will just break my heart. Bizarre. Oh, we've yeah. done it before. Well, yeah, not fully red. Not like a...
0: Not we had red tops... That was the awake in the Yeah, 70s. but
4: not going from your blue to red because it's, no. it's dragons. I, I yeah, don't think yeah, he'll yeah. sell. I think, I think he's... That, that,
0: that would they'd burn the stadium down if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious me, Sam. I could opine on this for the next half an hour, so I won't. Okay. Uh, I wrote an article about this a couple of weeks ago... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I, I get to hear all sorts of things, as you can imagine, but my understanding and my take on it is that you know, it's not as the press would have you believe, Roman throwing his toys out of the pram in a fit of pique because the Home Office won't allow him a visa. Um, yes, it's true, he has put the stadium redevelopment plans on hold, but I think... I think there is an element of truth in what the club said, which is it's, you know, it's a very difficult investment environment at the moment, what with Brexit and uncertainty therein. Um, and I know that they've been trying for a while. I think it was always part of Roman's plan to uh, try and seek external investment because, you know, we're talking when he started it, it was five hundred million, and it's. Probably not going to be much less than a billion when all said and done. I think there are also all sorts of other uh building and planning considerations still kicking around, which you know we're not aware of, which are also delaying things. So I don't. I think you know this is the trouble actually, and uh, I think the real issue therein is this is what happens when you have an information vacuum. You know, Roman Abramovich, un- unlike a lot of chairmen, for good or ill, his choice is to never, ever, ever. Speak to the press and mm-hmm. give them anything, so everything you hear about Roman or from Roman is through sources attributed to the club, some of it 's official, some of it 's less so, but either way you don 't get it from the horse 's mouth so therefore the media in, and you 'll know this you 've studied this i 've worked in it for years they they still have to say something, so they basically add up two and two and they make five and this is what you get, so they go through the path of least resistance, which is to say. Uh, He's not allowed in the country, therefore he must hate the club and England and everything in it. He stopped the stadium, so therefore he doesn't want to do it anymore. He's not going to spend his money on it. Well, it's not as black and white as that. It's a little bit greyer. The other thing I would say is to absolutely agree with Dan, and this is the the whole tenor of the argument. You know, what what Roman has done, what's Roman ever done for us? Uh, Well, uh, he's basically catapulted us into the elite of European football, where we will remain. Because we are worth so much money now, and we are a real valuable asset. We are More to the point, he's created a a, a massive and valuable brand across the world. So that means, if if Roman did want to, you know, bail out for any reason at all, and I mean, let's face After, you know, 15 years and over a billion quid, I wouldn't blame him. Um, He leaves Chelsea in a much better place than they were before. And also a very attractive proposition for an even wealthier person, or more likely a nation state like City. yeah. The real problem that I have with that is that actually the reality is, if if Raymond did sell up, uh, we will not see an owner as good as him because he has been thoroughly engaged in the club. He's actually listened to the supporters way more than most people will give him credit yeah. for, and we know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I and I fear that we will get an owner who is taking it on. Absolutely, as a business and not a passion, to milk everything they can out of the club in terms of branding and money and profit. And I also fear that the engagement with the ordinary supporters and the match-going supporters will recede to a point where it's almost Diminish. we might as well be going anywhere on a Saturday. Yeah. And that yeah. will fill me with both uh, an equal mix of sadness and rage. Yeah.
4: I mean, he's doubled his investment. If he does so, it's two yeah. billion quid. So he's you know he's made a billion pounds in fifteen years, which is good investment. But if, I mean, City have. Of- City are lucky with the sovereign wealth. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you may not agree with the politics behind it, but they've, they've turned that club around and the whole setup around the Etihad is, is, is faultless in terms of the investment. Yes, OK, maybe some of the deals may be allegedly
0: a, uh, a little bit suspect, but... They're like, they're like a sensible version of Roman. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that their owners are as passionate and as engaged in what we've done as Roman is, but I think they're a sensible version in terms of what they've planned to do and how yeah. they've done it. But I think, you know, in terms of good owners at Premier League football clubs... It's Raymond, and quite possibly City. Everybody yeah. else is a bit dodged. We look at what's going on at Arsenal, I mean, the Glazers yeah. aren't particularly likely. Glazers are us, a are 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 disaster. Glazers yeah. are an I mean, absolute they've... disaster. Yeah. I mean,
4: I think I was watching the documentary on City, and they mm-hmm. interviewed, um, was it Mubarak, the chairman? Yeah, Mubarak. Yeah. Mubarak, he he's talks a lot of sense. They've, they had to spend the money to get to a certain level, and now, it, it, although they are spending money, economically, they're not like Sanchez. Yeah. They weren't prepared to pay the wages, because he's 29, Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of money. They let him go to United. They, but, they but there away. is an
0: element of planning, and I mean, it's a business. It's run as whereas Roman, the great, the beautiful thing about Roman, is that he comes up with football plans, tells the board that these are the plans, and then he. Has a cob on like we do and says, yeah. and then here's another two two or three hundred yeah, million to go get and buy done, this player. Yeah. Know, is- and he, he acts like a fan, just a very, very <laughs> yeah. rich one. And I kind of love that madness in a way. Yeah. You don't get that anywhere else.
4: No, cause, I mean, I'm, I'm so glad we, we don't have the, the crunky Gazeda stuff going on. The Glazers who. Franchise football. The Glazers yeah. who mortgage a club up to their eyeballs. Yeah. Um, laugh. I mean, who else is there? I mean, Spurs, Spurs don't spend well, d- money.
0: Well, d- yeah, you know, and the guy behind him, Joe. Joey, Joe Levy. Joe, no, no, Daniel Levy, Joe. Lewis, thank you. Of
4: Enoch yeah, who's worth considerably you know. more than most owners won't spend the money. We're very lucky. We people, are. You know, people say you, you, you've spent money, you bought the league. Or well, so what? Liverpool they buy, the, buy
0: the league. Liverpool
4: buy the yeah. league in the eighties. They're spending money on yeah. Sunis and Nickel, four hundred, five hundred thousand pounds. They would break nickel. the
0: record transfer fee every, every year. Yeah, Liverpool, it's, winning.
3: It's the weirdest thing to say you bought the league. How else do you expect
0: to do well, it? Well, exactly. Just yeah. like get a load of locals from the pub. But less, oh, yeah. Leicester bought the league. I mean seriously Leicester bought the league they got taken over by that Thai billionaire millionaire yeah, yeah. he put lots of money into the club mm-hmm. and ok it did take a weird combination of events of everybody else being rubbish that year but ultimately if he hadn't have come in and spent that money they wouldn't have won it they'd be See, yeah yoing
4: yeah I mean people tried and failed I mean, I mean yeah. Black- Blackburn really with um, Jack Walker the first yeah. kind of you know, buying Shearer, Sutton, Ripley pairs like that. Okay, relative terms, but they they bought the league. And then Vensky's destroyed them, didn't they? Yeah. Do you remember, they were going to sign Ronaldinho. Yeah. Yeah. So they just that signed some, They just signed some chickens instead. Yeah. Black, Blackburn. Yeah, I mean, look at look at Blackburn. They've gone from Leeds. Premier League. Yeah. Leeds. Another I mean, one. they were that was a yeah, Villa.
0: Just, yeah. Villa are struggling. Sunderland. Charleston, it's a whole, Portsmouth. There's a just a yeah. just a Portsmouth yeah. Thing. Portsmouth with the guider max. Yeah. yeah. We're very. We're very now lucky. they're a Mickey Mouse club. <laughs> That's a Hampshire joke He laughed yeah. He knew what I yeah. meant We're very lucky My dad Roman. supports with fans yeah. so I said that with feeling yeah. <laughs> I, I,
4: Listen I'd, I'd, I'd be very fearful If Roman left If we got a good yeah, I would. A good sovereign wealth The club
0: would survive Oh yeah of course we It would, might yeah, because, even thrive actually Yeah But as a supporter I would think I would be Unless we got
4: a good A good sovereign family yeah. Wealth involved Who yeah. would Kind of it continue The same, same It would we'll, be the same But then Roman's Roman's been unique for us He has you know, and alleged, allegedly that... Hail Caesar. Yeah. So, so the story goes, he was trying to buy Tottenham, but um, Daniel Levy didn't believe he had the money and wouldn't, really? ha- and wouldn't have a meeting with him.
0: Well, that's different from the story I've always uh, yeah, heard. Yeah, I've heard
3: endless stories about yeah. who he would have bought or how he wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have a quick break. We can carry this on after. I listened to Five Live
2: the other day and I instantaneously wanted to start the nuclear war. 5.58am. Five, five, love sports. The fans show on love sport with seven o tv.com your way to one million pounds
5: when looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance jim went on a spokesman said.com and saved hundreds I'm
2: Jim I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow I couldn't believe how expensive the uh, car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible 600 pounds just amazing signing up to spokesman said best thing I could have done
5: find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com getting real people real savings compare switch and save with a spokesman said.com
2: 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details.
1: Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Love Stabners is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Love Stabners donated over £4 quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more to see how you can get involved, Visit lowestraveners.org. As a parent,
5: you want to protect your kids. You know you can't keep them wrapped up in cotton wool forever, but there are some things that you can do, like keeping their vaccinations up to date. Some childhood diseases are on the rise again, like measles and whooping cough, and they can cause severe illness. Childhood vaccinations can help prevent them. So, are your child's vaccinations up to date? To find out more, search online for NHS vaccinations. London
2: hospitals, a war zone. Just like my rear end after spicy food. Love Sport, 5.58am. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win
3: seven figures. So we've got about ten minutes left, guys. What for you right now is the most important thing happening around Chelsea? Or the thing that brings you most joy? <laughs> um, pre-match in the pub with my mate. <laughs>
0: nice. No, I'm yeah. um, thank you. Read my mind. Yeah. But that—that's why it's true, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, I mean, Sam. It always has been for me. <laughs> you know, it's the before and the after. I mean. Way before the days of Roman Abramovich, who we've just been talking about, you could go... I mean, there's a wonderful saying, actually, people in my generation have, is that football's a great day out with your mates, ruined by 90 minutes of football. <laughs> and there were many times in the past when you could say that about going down to watch Chelsea play. Luckily now, we we see both great football, world-class players, week in, week out. We win, we win all this stuff. But like Dan said, still for me, uh, the highlight is meeting up uh with so many people that are great friends like the people who do the show every week with me but also people who who listen to it and have become friends as well it's, it's just uh, wonderful and like the people come from overseas and we kind of mm. you know take them
4: around like we had the malaysian boys ever. yeah we did yeah. We're UD. Yeah. I
0: mean, the kinda, we judy
4: yeah and they just great because they kind of we said, look come to the pub we, we go to a great pub pre-match. there's a great crowd there's a nice garden and it's really good fun and we oh, just yeah. said come and meet us. you know we get free beers. It's great. You know, can't the no funny
0: work. thing was, though, in the in the in the miserable season with Mourinho, oh, yeah. where it was clearly melting down. It was just quite toxic. Uh, we were all. I mean, we have such a good time in the pub beforehand. There were a number of times we were looking at our watch, saying, "Well, you know, shall we? God, shall sorry. we?" We actually, we all went. We none of us missed a match. Uh. You know, we just couldn't do that. But we thought about it, <laughs> yeah.
4: sure. especially after the Bournemouth defeat,
0: which is probably the lowest yeah, I've been at yeah. Chelsea for a long. Yeah. The one 0 do, Does
3: a defeat ruin your day?
0: Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I yeah. sulk for at least a week. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, I say I sulk, I used to sulk a lot more, but uh, since we've been doing the, the fan cast, which we now do on Mondays rather than after the match like we used to do, it's quite therapeutic, quite cathartic. Mm, sure. I I'll mean, you know, by the time you, we all start off quite grumpy, but by the time we finish the show, we're all laughing and joking, and it kind of gets it out of the system a lot quicker. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. talked about the, the dangers and
3: the ills of modern football. Do you think modern football puts that experience under threat? Yes.
4: Um, yes. In short, I mean, trying to get away tickets now is almost impossible, mm-hmm. and I always find going to away matches you kind of get the, the true mm-hmm. fans. I mm-hmm. think you know, not kind of dismiss anybody who does get the club or who supports from afar, but the, the people that go three hundred miles oh, on a course, Wednesday night to to Sunderland, mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night in December, those yeah. are your die in the wool Chelsea fans. It isn't. It's changing, partly for the best, partly not for the you know the worst. I mean, we've the money's bought in some world class players. We get to watch week in week out. Um if I could pick and choose different pieces from my footballing life, I would probably have a, a jigsaw of bits from, you know, the late '80s, bits from the '90s, and bits from now, and just trying to get, you know, the, that doesn't happen. Listen, <laughs> if we, we're, we're faced what we're faced. Mm-hmm. We're going to be Chelsea. If all the money drops out and we end up, you know, watching, you know, 50 or Chris starting money back in a Chelsea shirt, then that's that's what it will be. You know, if Chelsea drop down four leagues. Then we'll, you know that's what will be. It's, it's your club. It's in your blood. You know the, the circumstances are almost irrelevant sometimes. Yeah, I mean that yeah.
0: doesn't change, does it? But no. I think I think Sam's got a, a very good point. I, I think I think the football that I grew up with, uh, that I know and love, I think it's pretty much gone. I don't think many in my generation would like to uh, really admit that, but I think it, it's gone. So I think that the game, uh, you know, as it is now, is absolutely under threat. I mean, the atmosphere gets harder and harder and harder to. Uh, you know perpetuate I mean talk to the Holmesdale fanatics Mm -hmm. about that uh, you know, less and less people know the, uh, the words of the songs. That whole culture is going. Uh, I think a huge swathe of certainly Chelsea support, but I would imagine much the same as uh, United and other big clubs, have been effectively ethnically cleansed by the fact that I mean that they can't afford to buy a season ticket there anymore. So they've been priced out of it. I think the television companies are killing the game. I mean, I work very hard on the trust with some of the colleagues there to berate the Premier League and the broadcasters at every event opportunity about the, ch- the times that they change the kick-off times, yep. you know, and, and they just expect supporters to go up their willy-nilly, and quite often they'll put on a match... Oh, i just interrupt you. Yeah, you know somebody Eden, Hazard. W- Eden Hazard! Eden Hazard Eden has just scored an unbelievable goal. How dare you upstage me, Eden Hazard. I'll go quiet and let you talk it through. Dan? So, um, you've got the ball on
4: the left-hand side of the penalty box from, I think it was, Bet he, um, I'm you, I say, he took it in. He drew the defender and literally smashed it in from the corner of the six-yard box, similar to the goal he got against Bournemouth on the weekend, but slightly higher in the net. Wallop. Keeper didn't stand a chance. Yeah,
3: yeah. that first touch, that one yeah. there. That, that one there. Really li- he
4: literally did a, a hazard turn. I mean, yeah, created a yard. What a player! Bang. What a blur. I mean, that
3: just you, you don't save those. I spent an entire day of my life at work uh, when I worked at ITN doing nothing other than clicking refresh on his Twitter account because he <laughs> said he was going to announce on Twitter <laughs> oh, which yeah. his club was going to be. And I it was saw. either United or Chelsea. And then he just posted, I think it's a good time to join the Champions of Europe or something like not, that. Not, it's not a sign it. for the Champions That's of Europe. That's it, Champions of yeah. Europe. And I spent ages going like... Is there a way that means Manchester United? Have I can I interpret this? That that's what that means, and he's trying to like trick a few people, and it was obvious he was going to Chelsea, and I was gutted. Yeah, I mean, he was... and I'd wasted an entire day. Yeah, I mean, he's an outstanding player. I mean, he's just he
4: gets, yeah. he's just it's a joy to watch. He's yeah. just you know one of those players. We you know we've been gifted with some great players to watch, and he's just one of them. There's Mitchy Batshuayi, who's you know,
0: yeah, he's a good guy. I'm glad he's staying, but I mean, I I do. I mean, it's interesting. You know, I, I wonder whether uh he will sign another deal i uh, think he I will. really do i, I think, think so much will. depends on what happens this yeah. season i mean one of the things i'm really happy about is the fact that i think he's been given so much more of a free freer role yeah. license to roam up front and i i'm just really hoping i mean because the thing is the thing is that we know about Eden hazard is that he's not like many modern footballers he's not greedy he's not weirdly ambitious mm. You know, this is why he'll never be a Ronaldo or a Messi in many respects. But he's got—he's a nice lad. He loves his family. He likes living in uh, Cobham, I presume. Yes. You know, <laughs> so he's—he's so he's settled and happy. So, given that he's now playing for a manager who embraces and wants to play the kind of football that has would like to play, in, I hope that that will be enough to keep him. And if you give the sort of contract that is complete—I mean,
4: what, what, yeah, completely crazy money—where's it? Mm-hmm. it going to go? He want to play for Zidane down's gone yeah that's very true um it's a big contract for him it's his last big contract he's yeah. got to make the right decision how old is he now 27.
0: Mm. okay so he's, he's, got, he's got years left in it well, he's, he's had th- six years with us yeah he's yeah, already yeah and a fi-
4: this he's going to sign a five-year contract what, what ideally is sign the contract for five years and maybe have a gentleman's agreement if we don't do xyz mm-hmm. you can go in a year's time and your buyout clause is 175 million, whatever that might be but he also said the club you know, sign these top players that prove to me you're going to make yeah. us big. So Jorginho mm-hmm. Kovacic, you know, so he's bought the yeah. players in. So hey, listen, who knows? Well, we haven't uh, actually bought any worldies in, have we? Let's be honest. Well, but we bought players who can help. Yeah, but I'd game. rather
0: play. I'd rather you know do what we've done, which is to buy good players in. He'll do, do the right job for us and make yeah. us better. And that's what he's done. We've
3: only got two minutes left, so I'm going to ask say really quickly because I'm curious. With uh, Kovacic, where well, that's a loan, do you see the benefit to that, or do you think are you just helping Real Madrid? I want, well, I wonder if there's a, there's a certain
4: aspect that Hazard might be part of an, a, a future deal, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, no players can do really, really well. I mean, if, if he comes, yeah, and, does, if he comes yeah. and does well, we got. if we don't have a clause to buy him, then that's stupid. It gives Madrid yeah, a chance to make yeah. more money for him. Yeah, And listen, players are very transient now. Some players only come for a year, then disappear. That's true. You know? Yeah. Uh,
3: well, we've got one minute to go. So for people that are listening for the first time, guys, do you want to take this opportunity to to plug and plug and plug?
0: Cheers. Well, it's pretty simple, really. Uh, the best port of call is the website, which is chelseafancast.com. Uh, failing that, get us on Twitter, at chelseafancast. Uh, I'm at Stanford Chidge. Dan is at Dan... DanSealves73. There you go. But we do a show on a Monday night. We do it live on a platform called Mixler, mixl com forward slash Chelsea Fancast 7-9 on a Monday, which is much more lunatic and anarchic than this one. <laughs> and we do one with, because we can say naughty words, mm-hmm. Thursday we do one with Kerry Dixon, which gets uploaded on the Thursday, that's just me and Kerry, and then we're here on Fridays yeah. at 7 o'clock. And most podcasts yeah. available on your podcast platforms. That's right. All, all podcast platforms are available, yeah. apart from Spotify, because I haven't figured out how to get it on there yet. I that's will. Spotify. I love that. I will. Did <laughs> it happen? Lovely.
3: Okay, well, in the next hour from nine until ten, I'll be going through everything that's happening in the international break. Uh talking through how the Nations League works and we'll be talking to some journalists getting some reaction from some of the games so far. And I'll probably talk about Eden Hazard's goal again, because it was spectacular. Wonderful. It was a real joy. Yep. Uh, so I'll be here for the next hour, but the guys from Chelsea are gone.
0: So uh thank you very much. No, cheers, Sounds it's, it's been, been a pleasure. real pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. Loved it. it. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
5: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend.